Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Gibberish, or do you really know what you're talking about? Did you manage to sort out some sort of like a netting clothing for tonight? Uh, yeah, so I, I, I couldn't find any proper netting, so I've cut the bottom out of my uh, orange bag and I'm wearing that. It's very fetching. And well, there is I... a, a vague smell of fish as well. Yeah, well, there, there is here, but we've just had a chowder. Ah, right. um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, we've got the ambience right yeah. in the Moore household for talking about sea devils tonight. It certainly smells yeah. of uh, down below. If you, oh, dear. <laughs> I phrased that one wrong, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, I'd, re- um, I'd rephrase that. Yes, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I was going to go yeah. the tangerine route and buy yeah. loads of tangerines. But, number one, that's quite expensive to buy that amount of netting to cover my, you know... Uh, substantial extremities yes. <laughs> extremities yes and number two you know that amount of tangerines to eat you know I'd have the chronic squits for weeks That's afterwards true. so and, so and, I, I've decided and, not and to and at that point the netting wouldn't really keep anything in would it no not at all I mean no one in this household has a hairnet either um, no, so, that's something you don't see anymore isn't it hairnets and certainly not people outside yeah. in the shops yeah, with hairnets Ina Sharples. Yeah, people used to go around with curlers in and stuff on a Friday night before they went out. I I know when I worked in the cinema in the 80s that the the bingo hall was on the ground floor in the old stalls. And yeah, Saturday night when you used used to watch the old old deers coming out at nine o'clock. Yeah, you used to see the blue rinses and the odd hairnet still. Yeah, strange. And headscarves, they've gone as well. Headscarves gone. Yeah, pipe smoking. Do you know when headscarves were popular? The early 1970s. Right. Well, that's a lovely what segue a link, there. Uh, what a lovely sure. segue. Now, I yeah, yes, let's start. Let's start. Yes. All right. This is our planet. My people ruled the earth when man was only an ape. Your people went into hibernation and abandoned earth to its fate. Our astronomers predicted that a great catastrophe would end all life on the face of the earth. But the catastrophe that you predicted never happened. And the apes that you left behind on the surface to die became man. You know our history. Yes. Yes, I've encountered your people before. That is why I want to prevent a conflict that can only end in your destruction. We shall destroy man and reclaim the planet. Already we have begun to sink his ships. Yes, and already more ships are being sent to hunt you down. Submarine. We have captured it. You may win a few victories to begin with, but eventually you're bound to lose. There are many thousands of our people in hibernation in this base. We have other colonies hidden all around the world. We shall be the victors in the war against mankind. But there's no need for a war. Why can't you share the planet? That would be impossible. The 
depths of the sea and those areas on earth where man cannot live can be yours. for a peace than to launch yourself into a war that you cannot possibly win. I will consider what you have said. Let me return to the humans and I will endeavour to make a peace for you. I, I, I'm sure you're the same as me, Ian. One of your uh, more memorable 70s Who stories. Yeah, I mean, it, um, it's, I think I, I think this is the earliest memory I have of of Doctor Who is the Sea Devils. Um, I remember the, the the Green Death, and I remember, I vaguely remember the Autons, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure on that one. But the the, only, the first one I can categorically say, yep, I remember watching that live, was the Sea Devils. I I, I think so as well. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> yes. um, but. I remember you saying, and I don't think it was on this show. I think it, no, was, I think on it was on effectively. effectively the, yeah. That you, you remember this because you re, you actually said at the time it was repeated because yep. a cricket match was cancelled. Yeah, I, I have that memory. Again, it might be a wrong memory, but I have that memory that it was on like a Saturday or something. Cricket had been cancelled and they showed an omnibus edition. Remember when they back used to show omnibus editions yep. of things? And, and that's my memory. Um, it'd be interesting to, if anyone knows whether that's true... I've just, you know, gone mad. Uh, but also, when that was? Well, I do know. Oh, have you looked And I know when it was. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, it was indeed repeated. Your memory yeah. is not failing you, and I can tell you precisely when it was. It was repeated on the 27th of May, 1974. 74. There you go. That's my... So I would have been five and a half. Mm-hmm. And that's my earliest, earliest Doctor Who memories. Oh, amazing. Yeah, seventy-four, and it was uh, it was the cricket wasn't on because it was rained off. So I was right about that as well. It was. Yep. Oh God, isn't that amazing? Five and a half, and you yeah, can remember that. Remember that. It must have had a massive impact on me, mustn't it? Really. I think so it did. On that. you know, yeah. um, I'm assuming it's a big assumption, but I'm assuming the listener is roughly about our age. Decrepit. Yeah. Decrepit, yeah, I, I wasn't going to say that, but yeah, so I'm sure for the listener, there, well, all, that, yeah. that there is this memory as for, well. Yeah, for sort of for people our age, talking about early Doctor Who is like the fast show sketch, you know, the guy in the pub that would go, uh, would you know, talk about goalposts for uh, jumpers for goalposts, for goalposts yeah, and, and and it's almost like that where people go, oh, remember the potato headed man and the maggots and mm. the. The, the creatures that came out of the sea and, and it's almost that and it's images snapshot images for people our age that burned into yeah. your brain yeah. aren't they seared into I can't imagine I can't imagine in like 20, 30, 40 years time people talking about the CGI creatures from modern who in the same way not the Morax no people won't go oh do you remember that Morax yeah. one yeah, no no what Doctor yes. what I got axed yeah. years ago um, <laughs> yeah it, it, these little sequences like I say they're burned into our subconscious. They're, they're, I think it's in our DNA, isn't it? That's why we end up being sci-fi fans. Mm. Yeah. Because you know, we, we, we've been... Um, it's like radiation poisoning, but it's television radiation. Yeah, out. yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's just your standard, bog-standard, typical Doctor Who base under siege story, essentially, isn't it? Essentially, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. 
But but on the way, we get so many classic moments. What you're talking about there, they they just yeah. go in. Helped, of course, by the soundtrack, this bizarre electronic soundtrack. Yeah, it. I, I remember. Um, must have been sort of mid '80s or so when when the John Pertwee period was starting to be sneered at by organised fandom. We went through a period where it was like it got it almost it was a reaction to the sort of the elder statesman fans that had said this was the best period ever mm. and then they started i think they started repeating it in australia and the, the tapes started coming over and suddenly people were sneering at the john pertry and this this um what's his name care not care the guy that did the music carry oh, someone or other i right. can't remember i'm thinking of carrie elways but that's um no, no. <laughs> um, I don't think he did it. Um, but uh, yeah, and and the, this was this and the Silurians were basically laughed out of fandom because of the terrible music. I think it's all right. I think oh. it, it it really is makes it memorable. It certainly does. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this special that we're doing on the Sea Devil, as as be, as before with the Sontarans, <coughs> um, we're just looking at the Sea yeah. Devils um, rather than in this story what the Master is up to, because of course yeah. the Master's going to have well multiple multiple special I mean, episodes. It is, yeah, it is a really good Roger Delgado Master story as well. He gets some stunning, mm. stunning bits and bobs to do. Um, but I do find sort of so I've, wa- I've watched this quite a few times, and I, I, I love it. But but a lot of the prison stuff, especially with the governor and that, start. There's a lot of escape capture, escape capture in mm. this six episodes. Do you, I think it probably could have done with an episode trimmed. Again, something we say on this podcast. Yeah, yeah it, there's a lot of padding in but it. Yeah, there's a huge amount of padding in it. Um, I can remember as well. I just I just remember just a, an image come back that that my brother was fascinated with the Citroen 2 CVs with the doors missing. It's a very simple uh, conversion, isn't it? It makes it very distinctive. But futuristic, isn't it? It's futuristic, and of course you can sort it out, because when you finish filming, you just bolt them back on again. And especially a 2CV, you can take it apart with like a 10mm box spanner, can't you? Everything. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. But yeah, I remember, if you wanted to do a Doctor Who vehicle and couldn't afford Bessie, yeah, just... um, kick the doors off your 2CV and away you go. But get yourself a little cloak and a beret. And you're off. <laughs> you're off. Off yeah. to the funny farm, probably. But Yeah. I, I, I saw, I mean, you know, one of the reasons this is a six-parter is you're budgeted for a six-parter. Yeah. Uh, that gives you more time to actually do it. And you, you can spread the expense out better exactly, over six yes. episodes so, over, than over four. Yes. So you're, you're, you're paying out for less sets. Yes, which means you're in theory you can put more money into those sets. Mm. Um, yeah. and I think the, uh, it shows in this the sets are good. I mean the the uh, the sea fort set is really good. You know the prison set is really good. Um, yeah, the sea fort one especially yeah. uh, matches yeah. up with the exterior. It does. Yeah, it? it's it's dank and echoey and clangy and yeah, you you, you wouldn't necessarily think oh they're in a they're in Studio D of Lime Grove no. or something. It's yeah, it's really good design. And this the sort of the first couple of episodes before you you sort of see the Sea Devils in full and you're getting the glimpses. Now. Yeah, it's so, it's very atmospheric, very nice lighting. Yeah, really well directed as well. Yeah, and of course you know this story benefits massively from being filmed on location. Yes, with the help from the navy. Because I was trying to imagine what this story would be like if you had <laughs> model work for the ships, yeah. all the ships we see, and CSO. 
Well, for... also, you 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 wouldn't you wouldn't be able to afford all the uh, the extras you see in it. You wouldn't no, because be they were real sailors. The no, they were yeah. real sailors, yeah. weren't they? And this is this is back in the day when because the Barry Letts approached the Royal Navy and said, you know, we we is it okay if we film at one of your locations? And they bent over backwards to help, didn't they? It was like they so wanted to be in Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. I think we forget how huge Doctor Who was in John Pertwee's time. Yeah, uh, I, it, it was pervasive throughout society. Yes, yeah, and and uh, yeah, I'm, they, they absolutely went for it because yeah. they saw it as a good recruitment yeah. drive for the navy, yeah. and it did show the navy in a good light. You know, I, w- I wonder if we could track down people that actually joined the navy because of this, and never met a sea devil or devil in their whole career. <laughs> And maybe they they joined yeah. up to meet a sea devil, and yeah, they're just really disappointed, yeah. really disappointed. Yeah, I right. like I, I like the idea, you know, that uh, they uh, were partly responsive the the navy because Barry Letts was ex navy, yeah. and so and was John, John Pertwee. Yeah, yeah. John, I mean, there's there's quite a bit on the DVD. There's quite a bit of behind the scenes footage and that, and making art and stories. And John Pertwee was in his element, wasn't it? He he was always a a happily with the military man he loved the navy he loved you're, his career in the navy yeah. what you're saying is that john pertwee was happy with seamen he was yeah he was all, he always at his happiest when surrounded by seamen salty seamen yeah. yes well <laughs> only if they stood near the railings too much um, but yeah he 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 was a he was uh, this is getting even worse and he was a man's man well it would have yeah. been even more of a man's man because the yeah. original idea it wasn't going to be on a sea fort it was going to be on an oil rig yes and right. i didn't realize that women at that time were not allowed on oil no. rigs because they were considered bad luck so it would have been a real man's man story if if joe grant yeah. wasn't in it yeah it would have been uh, it would have been like the thing wouldn't it? it would have been like yeah. the thing maybe there would have been an inflatable Joe yes, Grant. an inflatable Joe Grant, full, full of hot air. Oh dear. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's focus. Right. Or, so, actually, what you could have had, because in in one shot, there's there's an obvious thing where it's um it's uh, t- not Terry Walsh, but the other little stunt man, Stuart Fell. Stuart Fell. He's dressed as as uh, yeah, Kate to, Manning to go it, up the yeah, thing. He looks amazingly like Stuart Fell in a wig. Yes. So perhaps we would have had that every time. Every time there was on the oil rig. Katie Manning's got her back to the camera, and it just looks like Stuart, Stuart Fell. Fell. Yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, I mean, you said just then, you know, that we don't get to see the Sea Devils for quite no. a while. It's a fantastic build-up to its yeah. reveal. Um, yeah, con- contrast this. Remember what we're saying here, and contrast this when we start talking about Warriors from the Deep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a slow build-up, and they, by the time you you see the Sea Devils, they've built up in the script. That you're looking, you're, it's like, oh, you're so geared up to what is doing this, what's causing it. Um, yeah, and I think they could afford to do this back then, couldn't they? They could afford to spend an episode without showing the, the monster of the week. Yeah, yeah, and it does. It, do, it it takes quite a while. I mean, yeah. to begin with, and I, what I like about this story is the way the story starts because yes. it, it already starts with a ship under attack. Yep. We don't see any of this. We just hear screaming over the radio don't we we um, do yes yeah and this then, is this is um it's almost it's very similar to terror the zygons isn't it this opening mm. where you've got someone on a radio saying something's under attack and you're listening to it from the other side of the radio um yeah it's, it's very atmospheric and builds up a sense of what what is going on yeah and i like the way the maydays cut off because you've got a green hand yeah 
just comes into shot with this rather fetching yeah. light blue netting yeah, as well. Yeah, very nice netting. Um, and then you get the music sting, don't you? Mm. And it's really, really good. It's it's so well done. And of course, this is this will be a shock, or would have been a shock at the time, because people weren't used to recurring villains, particularly other than the Daleks. Mm. And of, of course, the Master was in every story the season before. But no one's going to be thinking. I mean, now we go. We're waiting for good. Oh, it's the cousins of the Silurians. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but this, you wouldn't have known that then. This no. would have been it's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> well, the Doctor and Joe, they're nearby, aren't they? Because they've yes. been sent to investigate these missing ships and, and also check up on the Master, who's on that nearby naval base. Yeah, so the, ma- the Master in the Demons, the Master was captured, and they've, they've put him on trial at great expense, and the Doctor has been uh, was his uh, sort of character witness yep. in the trial, so got him commuted from a death sentence to life imprisonment. I wonder if they realised that he could live for thousands of years. <laughs> yes. Oh dear, that's an expense, isn't it? It is, um, rather. Yeah, so they decide that because obviously the Masters, uh, I mean, he, he, he's had he's had a bad uh, history in prisons, hasn't he? Like, mind mm. of evil. So they decide to, to have him in his own prison uh, with, this, with this squad of very, very strange, presumably privately run Guards, they're weird guards. They're weird guards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their outfit and and just that they remind me of the French police officer in yeah. Alain. Oh Alain. yes, yeah. Listen carefully. I would tell the sea devil only once. They just yeah, wander in right. just like yeah. he does. Yeah. You know, yeah. fetching capes, fetching capes. <laughs> um, so the doctor, yeah, the doctor is going to visit him because the doctor feels guilty. Mm. Uh, he he know he knows what he because it he's thinking this is a bit like him isn't it he's just been on trial he's been exiled to a prison planet as far yep. as he sees it so I think he's got great sympathy for the master and he feels sorry for him but yeah um, it's a lovely little thing because again it's um, it's a little bit different that we haven't got the normal unit regulars in no units um, mentioned yeah mentioned, but we don't see yeah, them we don't see them and and so the doctors there visiting you get this lovely sequence where. Where the you know they're hiring the boat and it takes them across and the, the, I love I mean John Pertwee is just brilliant in this he's so you know where, when he's talking about uh, he's got a war wound and it's like yes. Crimea what uh, Gallipoli Hell <laughs> <laughs> Main yeah it's it's he's brilliant in this Pertwee um, yeah and it's it, it the, the mystery starts to build up doesn't it it's 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 not it's not heavy handed at all no. No, no, and and it's done very well because the yeah. the, the, the doctor realizes in the center of this like Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle is yep. is this sea fort. Yes. Um, and you you, you know um, on the sea fort we've got two maintenance men, and again you know they're just about to be uh, attacked by this unseen menace. Yep. Um, one of the two guys, uh, the one that survives, is uh, the guy who played the original Jabba the Hutt. That's correct. Yeah, he he was also uh, ended up a big green creature. He, um, he was. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Declan. It's Declan M- Murnahan or something Murnahan, like. Yeah, that. something like that. Yeah. Um, he must have thought when he did Star Wars, and it was he must have thought, oh, I'm going to tell people I'm in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Guts. Poor um, guy. Yeah, they're, they're sort of showing because, I mean, I'm presuming. I mean, you must have been to Portsmouth and that, and you everyone knew these sea forts. You, yes. You can see them and. You know, oh, we've got yeah. we've got some not far off the coast of yeah. Kent, yeah. you know. Uh, one, were, one's yeah. up for sale at the moment, yeah. actually. It's like 1.2 million. 
It's weird because they were built in Napoleonic times, weren't they? They were. To, to they protect were. against French invasion. Um, which is, it, it, yeah, it's just, they're stunningly large. Yeah, they sold, they, one, one turned into a hotel or something recently, or someone wanted to and they couldn't. Yeah, Some well, this story about this it, one yeah. down down the road in the yeah, sea. Down the road, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's just over a million, but uh, you million. can, yeah, but you can only access it at very low tide or by yeah. boat. It's got no helicopter pad or anything like that on no. it, and and apparently it's going to cost about a million pound to restore. So oh there's no uh, there's no buyers currently. Presumably a terrible rising damp problem as well. I would have thought. Or sea devil problem. Or sea devil problem. Yeah. Although yeah, I imagine yeah. if. Uh, if if the sea devils visited it, they could do Doctor Who tours, couldn't they? <laughs> there you come, go. come and see the sea devils. Well, I bought a lottery yeah. ticket for tonight. There you well, go. So you know, I might be doing it. You might consider buying it and set up yeah. a little Doctor Who museum that no one could ever visit because of the tide's out. This this Declan guy, yes, right. Who who you know? We see that they're being menaced by a sea devil, and again, we yep. just see bits of the sea devil. But he's the one who gives them the name the Sea Devils. Yes, this this is a bone of contention with mine. And again, remember this later on for Warriors. Exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're, this yeah. is a huge problem in the next story that some yep. curly-headed maintenance man on a sea fort. Yeah, just happened to pick the correct name. <laughs> the correct name by whim. Yes. While he's delirious, that they call themselves, and the same with the Silurians, isn't it? It's like, yeah. I mean, the, the Doctor says in this one that the Silurians is a misnomer by the scientist by Fulton McKay, who found them, and yet they call themselves Silurians. Yeah, well, we'll lucky, talk about that lucky, in lucky. yeah in Warriors of the Deep segment yeah. today. We'll we'll, yes, we'll talk we'll, about we'll, that. We'll readdress that. But yeah, so so there's lots of creepy goings on and. And strange Dutch angles, like a Batman episode, isn't yeah. there? And as they're going around the, the sea fort, um, and then the doc, yeah, the doctor is—he's uh, visited the master, and he's—he's, he's, you know, like like whenever we all visit relatives and that, you want to get out quick, yes. don't you? So he—he he, he presumably travels for like hours to get down to the south coast, an hour to get across to the prison island. I don't know where this island is. It's you know on the south coast i don't remember there being islands like that um and then he's he's with the master for like five minutes yeah he goes yep. you're all right you're all right yeah yeah get an exercise okay uh see ya yeah <laughs> yeah and that's when he hires the boat and they go across yes. to the sea fort and that's when joe grant is played by Stuart fell to go yes. up the ladder that's right because trent Tr- trenchard the prison governor who's who is I, I at first I didn't like this actor, but he's grown on me because he's wonderfully useless. He is completely um, yeah, inept, isn't he's he? He's a he's a, he's a sort of Colonel Blimp style comedy useless character. In the book, he's not quite as useless. The book is, and again, the book is really atmospheric, and again, one of the first ones they did. Um, but uh, yeah, so he mentions the sinking of the ships in a very offhand way, and of course, the Doctor's straight on it. Mm. You know, he. Uh, he doesn't like the idea of um, of seamen being adrift in the ocean. <laughs> right. Oh no, no, I'm not saying anything. So yeah, I mean, you know, I'd like the the fact that the first time you properly see a sea devil is when yeah. he comes round one corner and the doctor comes yeah, round the other, and they're both startled, aren't they? Yeah, they're both like, stunned what? to meet each yeah. each other. And and the doctor's first inclination is like, who are you? Can I help? Sort of thing, yeah. you know. It, it's not aggression. It's just, no, it's the same as when he first meets the Silurian in Silurian Zenit, and it's like, hello, 
Are you a sailor? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's not. He's not at all. Not at all um, phased by this, as he shouldn't be. No, no. But yeah. the moment's broken, isn't it? Because the yeah. sea devil raises his nifty circular yeah. gun. I, I like them guns. I, I wonder why I've never made one. What? Well, let's let's stop now and yeah. and just talk about the gun and yeah. what we think of the design of the sea devil, shall we? So, oh, okay, so yeah. yeah, yeah. The gun, the gun is great. I like the way like it's it. not a conventional gun. I don't yes. see. I mean, you know, presumably the sea devils are an underwater species. Yes, they that can underwater. come out of the water. Yeah. yeah, they're amphibious, definitely, aren't they? But I get the feeling they're um, they, they must be like otters, you know that. On land, they look like lumbering things, but then when they get in the water, they're lovely and sleek because the sea devils are a bit lumbering on land. They are. No, I'm just thinking yeah. more about the gun because the gun yeah. fires flame, but how does that work underwater? Well, you've seen a, um, a welding torch underwater, haven't you? Oh, I suppose. Yeah. So you just get lots of bubbles. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say alien technology, but they're not aliens, of course. No, no, no. They were. Well, they before us. technology, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love the I love the guns. I, I'm a sucker for any gun that's different, like you say, different to a normal pistol. So I love things like the Space 1999 gun, this, mm -hmm. the the old Flash Gordon gun that used to, you know, hold at a weird angle. Yeah. I love stuff like that. But this this is a really really good design. And the Sea Devils themselves, I know. I mean, I I'd love to see this because originally they weren't meant to be covered in net, were they? They were just naked. no, they were naked like yeah. the Silurians. Yes. And and I thought I would like to see. I mean, this sounds perverted, doesn't it? I would like to see a naked Sea Devil. <laughs> and I, I imagine they don't look as good without the net because it's so iconic. Again, everyone remembers the net. Well, it's the UFO yeah. netting, isn't it? I'm, it I'm is. Yes, that's true. I'm, I mean, yes. I mean, the, the, I think it's Michael Bryant was the director, yeah. and he objected to the Sea Devils being naked. Yeah. And this is on set. On the, the, this, this is when they're actually on location. Yes, and, yeah. and, and, and it's like, no, no, no. Yeah. And yeah, the costume designer had to run off and improvise this netting yeah but of course it, it does look quite similar to the you know it does what made what made the like 1970s designers think that when you're underwater you want to be wearing netting was but they're like net shower curtains i don't know back then. i think Useless. in ufo in yeah. ufo i think the idea was on on board skydiver it gets very hot and humid yeah. so you you need to wear as little as possible which is which is strange because one thing, unless you were working in the engine room on a U-boat or a, a British submarine, it, it was spectacularly cold. Mm. So, so net netting not the greatest. No, no. But I do wonder. I mean, okay, that could be a you know an explanation why you know yeah. the shadow crew yeah, uh, but, have that. But but what purpose does the netting have on a sea devil? Do you think it's is some? It's like a sea devil insult comment on the fact that the the humans are, are fishing the sea they're fishing the oh. cod out with their nets and, and they're breaking gone, out the nets yeah they've started because yeah they're, they're cutting all the nets up and then making clothes out of it almost as a you know as a, a a screw you to the humans do you think maybe it's not clothing that they've actually been caught in nets and, been caught, and broken yeah. through and they've still got some wrapped around them by accident it would be very strategic for all of them. It is quite strategic. Although we only ever see, like, what, six, don't we say? Well, it's, there are six. But six. even if that was the case and the netting is an accident, you know, yeah. um, who makes their little natty belts and holsters for their guns? Um, yeah, that, that is true. There's not, I'm presuming there's not a lot of leather 
under the water. No, no. You know, not a lot of cows kicking about. And I do wonder about sea devil culture, what that was like, you know, millions of years ago. Yeah. You know, it was it like, is that why we have the legends of Atlantis with cities under the sea well, and stuff well, like if, that? Well, if we, I mean, I know we're jumping again, but if we, if we go at Warriors of the Deep, so in that the Silurians say they're the scientists and the, the sea devils are the warriors of mm-hmm. this world. So was that, do you think the sea devils were the ancient navy for the, for the Silurians? I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to know what they, they do every day. You know what? What what happens in a day? What is a day in the life of a sea devil? Go fishing. What's, yeah, go fishing. Well, he's got a net, hasn't he? Mm. There we go. Perhaps that's the net. <laughs> he's actually he's not wearing it. He's carrying it. Oh, he's right. Yeah, okay. I think we got to the fishing. bottom of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know um, who makes their guns though. No, can't see a, can't see a, a sea devil wielding a screwdriver very very well. No, no, I can't see a a, a metal workshop. No, no, I can't see out. that. Um, also, they, uh, the first one we see, because well, the first thing we see of the sea devil other than the hands that is a close-up of the eye. Yes. And it's got, it's got a horrible scratch right across it. And I always feel sorry for that little sea devil. He's got cataracts or He's something. got cataracts, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are many <coughs> classic moments in the sea devils, oh, yeah. iconic moments, you know, visually and, and audio-wise. And, yeah. and we've got one when the doctor electrifies the door. Yeah. yeah. And we have the first ever sea devil cry. Well, I, I remember this scene because me and my brother used to act it out. So it obviously, uh, sort of, let's say, su- stuck in our subconscious where you'd you'd pretend you'd put wires against the the you know the living room door and reenact it and that sort of thing. Um, someone did point out very very obviously in one of the fan mags I read recently that the whole room is metal. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yes. Yeah, so, oops. But, yes. <laughs> yeah. We just you just got to accept it. My favourite bit. Uh, after this, actually, yeah, the, the sea devil cry is is really good, isn't it? It's like a, a almost aquafibian. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, memorable, and then you get the crashing of where it jumps out the window. Yes. Yeah. Um, could have opened the door, but you know. Well, the the doctor talks about his encounter with the Silurians, yeah. and and that's when he says they should really be called Eocenes. Yes. Which and evidently is also incorrect, isn't it? Yes, that's also yeah. the wrong epoch or whatever. Yes. Um, yeah, and we again we're going we're going to revisit so much in Warriors of the Deep is is what happens here. He, so the Doctor recounts what happened to the, in the Silurians, and it's a little bit off. And then later on, the way he recounts it is totally off. Yes, and it, uh, it's like is the Doctor got a terrible memory? But I love this scene when he's when he's explaining, and then he. He, he rigs the, the radio, they find the pocket radio, to make a transmitter, which is totally plausible. Can't yes. Do it. Uh, used to get people doing it in Maplin all the time. Um, but then I love it, the fact that, because John Pertwee hated Technobabble, so he's got his, his notes in <laughs> written on the top of the tin that he's injecting yes. the yeah. guy with, and he keeps looking down to read it to say what he's... It's, it's like, oh, come on, John. Because Katie Manning, yeah, Katie Manning in yeah. one of the extras says, you know, she accidentally closed the lid yeah, when he was in mid-speech yeah. <laughs> and he had ground to a halt. Yeah. Oh, bless him. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he says, yeah, yeah, the sea devils are a different species to yes. them, but they too have been suspended in well, animation and, 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 yeah. and woken up. Well, what I love about this era of, of Who and, and classic Who really in general, the Doctor doesn't know these people beforehand he's not got ultimate knowledge so he's he's sort of saying they must be a different 
species of it. But presumably, that you know, when when the moon appeared and they thought the the oxygen would be pulled from the earth, presumably the whole all these different species of of uh, of, of reptile race, Homo reptilia, mm. call it, all of these species went into hibernation, and and he's sort of positing that something must have woken these ones up. But I always think, I wonder, is it a coincidence that the master was imprisoned on an island just where these things were awake? Or did the master wake them up? Well, you've read my mind where you've read my notes because, yes, the master's got this doohickey to contact them, nicknamed the bleeper in production. And it does raise this question that we keep asking on this podcast, how does so-and-so contact so-and-so? I think this is the third time now you go, okay, this is the situation, all right, how did the master contact? How did the master know about the sea yeah. devils? And like you say, did he wake them up? Were they already awake? And he contacts them. And then how? What's he? What, what's his opening yeah. gambit in Hello, this? Hello, I'm the master. Um, well, I I like my I've retro head cannoned it that because because <laughs> we know in um, the Doomsday Weapon uh, that uh, or Colony in space. Why did I call it Doomsday Weapon? That's the book title. Uh, we know from that one that the Master has raided the Time Lord uh, uh, records. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm wondering if he he knew he was imprisoned here and he's he's sort of memorized all these records. And he goes, well, I know that there's a uh, an underwater base nearby of these reptiles. I'm going to wake them up. So he's built the doohickey that reactivates them. And then yeah, but I'd love to know what that conversation went because he's not met them yet. No, he's only done it on the radio. So can you imagine the radio? You're like you're a sea devil when you wake up and you go, "Oh, I've overslept a bit." And then on the radio, you get this suave voice. Hello, you don't uh, yeah. know me. Yeah, I'm known as the master. So, oh, a bit pretentious. Um, yeah, I, how did he persuade them? I'm I'm more yeah. interested in how he knows what technolo- yeah. technology yeah. he needs to wake them up. Yeah. Yeah, what frequency does he know? Was that in the Time Lord records? Or is it just a massive coincidence? We never thought any of this when we were little, oh, no. watching this. You just went along with it, didn't you? you just, yeah, yeah. You, didn't, you didn't worry about stuff like this. The joy of being a fan, isn't it? Yep, indeed. joy of being a fan is, is watching the classic on-the-beach yeah. scene where yes, the Doctor so. and Joe are stuck between a sea devil and a minefield. Yes, uh, that's a phrase that should have caught on more, shouldn't it? Yes. Instead of... You know, rock in a hard place. I'm sea devil, the sea devil, sea devil and a minefield. Um, I don't, I'm not sure. I, I'm never quite sure. And again, it's a very wartime thing, isn't it? Because obviously, most of the people on Doctor at this point served in war. Why? Why is there a minefield? <laughs> why the is beach. there a minefield on the beach? Are they? Were they thinking? Well, someone might break out the master. I think it's I'd, maneuvers. Yeah, do you reckon? It's training. I With think. Lime, live mines. They are very much live, aren't they? Yeah. As the sea devil finds out, because we get more of his cries as he rather pathetically runs away, poor thing. Flapping his feet and whapping his arms. He's flapping. He's doing a bit of Avon running, isn't he? He, Yeah, he's a bit of a flapper, yes. And fanning. Find out it was Paul Darrow in the costume. Um, that would be a well, thing, was wouldn't in, it? He was in the Solarians. He, he was. He was. Yeah. Um, I do. You also get some classic uh, uh, sonic screwdriver action. You get some great close-ups <laughs> of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if you want to build one, this is a great story to. It's totally to spring-loaded. That thing, isn't it? Spring-loaded, and and with the uh, the the yellow and green 
weird striping. And oh, I love that. Like that. I yeah. love that. And he, he looks great, John Pertwee. That's a real oh. hero moment, the way this, they, they, they yeah. filmed that. This is the height, isn't it? The absolute height of John Pertwee and all his powers. Yeah. He looks amazing. He dresses amazing. He's the action man. Yeah, action man. His hair's at its most bouffant before yeah. it started to disappear a bit. What um, other <laughs> what other doctor would would leap onto barbed oh, wire yeah. so the uh, companion can walk over the top of him? Well, yeah, this is this is another military thing, isn't it? This is another basic training. Yeah, usually yeah. the army, but I imagine they did it in the, the navy as well. Where, like, yeah, you 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 lay on barbed wire. I mean, if if you've ever accidentally sat on barbed wire, it's painful stuff. I'm, I'm sure that's yeah. not real barbed wire John Pertwee's laying on. Yeah. He did knacker a rib, didn't he? Because he landed yes. on his sonic screwdriver, yeah. which Ooh, bruised uh, yeah. a rib. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he... Uh, his time in Doctor Who is just a litany of, of injuries, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Another classic moment is this fantastic entrance by the Sea Devils oh, as they melt through is, the submarine's yeah. polystyrene door. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. We haven't mentioned something. You know? So the, the Navy... Um, so, so, so Nestor sends out, <laughs> sends out a, a submarine to investigate. Um, and and this, is, this is one of those... One of those areas where we—I think we've mentioned before—that that people that, that act and produce Doctor Who, because they're constantly asked, "Tell me a story about Doctor Who." Their stories mutate, don't they? They mutate over time. And this submarine one is a classic one. Yep. Where where it mutates from. The original story is that they wrote to the they wrote to the Admiralty or they wrote to the the, the Royal Navy and said. We're doing a submarine. Have you got any designs? And they sent them some recruiting posters with submarines on. That was the original story, and that got mutated. And even on the on the the DVD when they're talking about it, it's mutated to the point where they went along to the Admiralty, were shown secret plans <laughs> that they were told, please don't copy these bits. But then they didn't copy them, but then it must have been influenced by it because when they designed it, it was so close to... It's, yeah, it's it's just bollocks, isn't it? It's where people... It's, it's apocryphal, yeah. isn't it? It is, yeah. It just adds on it and adds on it and adds on it and adds on it until something quite ordinary but interesting becomes this amazing story and it happens so often in doctor who and this is a classic yes. one yes. um yeah. when we reach behind the scenes on sea devils i've got three different versions <laughs> of that yeah. story to to, yeah. to to relate to you it's amazing isn't it? yeah but yeah yeah it's boarded again you don't yes, really yeah. see it to begin with you hear it that they're making their ways that their way forward yeah. um and yeah you've got the leader uh, yeah. Nicknamed Green Gilbert. Green Gilbert, yeah, I love Green Gilbert. Um, again, very atmospheric use of sound to suggest what's happening because they don't show a lot of this submarine, do they, internally? But you get lots no. of sound effects of stuff happening and clanging. Right? Yeah, you've so, just got the one set. You just got yeah, the command area, set. haven't you? Yeah. yeah. I didn't realise Green Gilbert. You were saying before we recorded that he's yeah. always been called Green Gilbert, or yeah, the Sea Devils yeah. called Green. Do you know what a Green Gilbert is? Uh, I've no idea. I, I thought it was it's a slang. No, no, no. no. It's actually it? slang. Can you guess what a green Gilbert green is? Gilbert. Well, it's presumably not Cockney slang because I can't think of what would. Rhyme no, no, Gilbert. no. It's not rhyming slang. No, green Gilbert. I don't know. I don't. A fish or something. I don't know. I don't know why. It, it... It's slang for snot. Is it? Oh. Yeah, it's a bogey. A bogey is a green Gilbert. Perhaps that's what they look like without their nets on. 
And that's why they needed covering up. Yeah, a big bipedal bogey. That's what Michael Bryant saw. And it's like, yes. matron, take them away. Yes. yes. Yeah. No, cover them up. <laughs> um, <coughs> oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, because you were saying, oh, yeah, they've always yeah. been called Green, Green Gilbert. Yeah. And it's only while looking into this uh, story that I realised, yeah, he's called Green Gilbert. And See, that it's makes, slang for yeah. snot. If that was, if that sort of makes sense, doesn't it? Because they are green and they do look a bit snotty. Bogey-ish, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, i tell you what I love, and I always forget it, is when the Doctor is captured um, yeah. and taken to their base, you've got a very H.R. Geiger biomechanical pod that he's yeah, taken down really to. Weird. Yeah, really nice. It, it reminds me yeah. of the um, the Zygons, all what we're going to see with the biomechanical yes, true, yeah. stuff in uh, the Zygon in story. In fact, they, they could all they could almost have, with a bit of tweaking, made the Zygons a third uh, Homo reptilia race, couldn't mm. they? And you wouldn't yeah. have had to change much. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I do like that sort of sarcophagus stroke bathysphere type thing. Yeah. Their base, I think, looks terrific because you've got yeah. these like hanging walls. They're, they're obviously walls that are hanging, you know, from, from the gods. Yeah. And they're just like suspended pillars, aren't they? Yeah, it's yeah. another one of those where they're obviously, they didn't have a huge budget for it, but they've done it, they've done it quite with a bit of imagination. I mean, compare this to the Three Doctors and you see Omega's palace. Yeah. You know, which obviously had similar sort of budget. Um, yeah, it, it, I like their underwater base. I think it looks good. We don't see a lot of it. We don't no. see a bit. Don't we? Again, we've we just got the one set, yeah. haven't we, really? Um, and, and we have, again, a classic moment when the Doctor meets the leader of the Sea Devils. Yes. And the Sea yeah. Devils basically say what the Silurian said. This yeah, is our planet. We were here he's, first. He's the, he's the only one we see with a movable jaw, isn't he? Well, this is this is the problem I have with the Sea Devils. Yeah. It, it's the mouth. The mouth yeah. is in no way... Uh, convincing and shortly afterwards they just give up even trying don't they yes yeah I think the string broke or something I don't know um, but yeah in what is the deal they don't even bother but no. yeah the, uh, it's always it's always bothered me this uh, I don't know is he their king or whoever the sea devil the lead sea devil is chief sea devil yeah his his um, his voice doesn't match his mouth movement at all no <laughs> it's not good but I do it, like the voices, the whispery sort oh, of that, that Again, really audio, you know, you've yeah. got the visual, you've got the audio as well. Their, their voices are fantastic. Even yeah. in Warriors of the Deep, you know, their voices oh, yeah, are that's fantastic. The one, that's the one thing they get right in Warriors of the Deep. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm prejudging it. No, you're not prejudging. Yeah. No. Um, I love the way he says, you know, they went into hibernation as their astronomers predicted yeah. a disaster. How can you see what's up in the stars when you're under the sea? How can you have a, 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 a? Um, I don't know. I, I suppose if you if you are under the sea, you presumably would come up with technology to account for the fact that you're under the sea. I don't know. Perhaps they crawled onto the beach to get their telescopes out. I I, I don't think the sea devils are <laughs> necessarily always under the sea. Also, know? I don't necessarily think they're. To- I think when they say that our astrologers, I think they mean. The Silurians astrologers. Oh, uh, no, you're retconning I, yeah. it now. Yeah, I'm retconning it. Well, we got it, haven't we? We've got to make up for for lapses in the script. Um, because yeah, I like I, I I sort of like what they did in what Steve was saying that the Silurians are the the thinkers, and you think they came up with a a, a strategy that was scientifically based, a plague, 
where it's the sea devils are. Charge at that machine gun nest! <laughs> Run away! Yeah, so I, I do, I do like the idea that they are the military arm of, of the uh, the Homo reptilia, mm. Mm. and they're a bit thick. And they're a bit thick. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, you say about retconning. I, I like I, if you're going to retcon instead of retconning the fact that you know this 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 object was approaching the earth and they thought yep. it was going to you know destroy the earth and it turned out that was the moon um is you know have it be the asteroid which wiped out the dinosaurs you know they were yeah. correct they did have to go into hibernation they just slept too long that would make them less uh, less stupid looking wouldn't it that, that's yes. actually a good point yeah um yeah that the, the uh, well the trouble is though we know it wasn't a Meteor, we wasn't an asteroid. It was, it was Asterix. Uh, it was Adric. It was Adric on his ship. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We saw this. We saw this. Uh, this bright light in the sky approaching. Uh, we heard a thick voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, so the Doctor wants to help, but they they're not having yeah. any of it. Um, he says they've got thousands in that one base there in hibernation. Yeah. We only see six, and there yeah. are many bases around the world. Yeah. Um, but the Doctor actually starts getting him to come round and, and convinces this elder sea devil that they could live in harmony. Um, but that's when the Master comes in and, and messes things up. Yes. Um, um, how did the Master get there? That's my next question. Well, I'm presuming that... Because uh, he calls... He, when they're on the beach, he calls them with his little um, satellite dish thing. Yep. Uh, and then we see the aftermath of when they've attack, attacked the, the, his prison. So I'm presuming at that point they took the master with oh, them. I and they must have... I mean, I can just imagine like six sea devils carrying him coffin-like in one of those sarcophaguses <laughs> down the beach into the water. <laughs> well, after that little outburst by the master, you know, yep. uh, the elder starts coming round to the doctor's uh, way of thinking. But that's when the navy arrives and starts depth charging the place. Yes, and uh, in typical, uh, just at the wrong time fashion. Because we, someone else we haven't mentioned, who I think is, I quite enjoy his character, but is is a not very believable one. Is the is it uh, what's his name? The the um, the minister. It's not Quinn, he's in Claus Vaxos, but very similar. There was a slew of ministers in mm. 76, and he's he's so over the top, but he's the one that's basically ordered them to attack. Yeah, oh, he's the one who always wants yeah. toast and things yes. like that. He wants feeding all the time, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, because he wants toast. He's an odious man. Um, he's a more comedy version of the one that we get in the Silurians. Yes, yeah. yeah. As well, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Doctor runs off, and... Yep. The master is ordered to begin this revival process, uh, but the machine is faulty. The, the Sea Devil's machine is faulty, and the master has to go back to the Navy base for parts to yep. fix it. So the Sea Devil's technology, which is millions of years old, is compatible with 1970s human technology on yes. this Navy base somehow. Luckily, probably runoff valve technology, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I sort of... Uh, I'm okay with the idea that the the Sea Devil's technology is faulty because obviously it's been running much longer. But why can't they repair it? 
It's mm. their technology. Yeah. Why, why have all these races got to have someone from outside of the race to repair their stuff? Maybe the Silurians built it and there's oh, no Silurians be. on that base. Yeah, I suppose that's it. These are squaddies, aren't they? Yes, they're the no, grunts. No, no offence to any squaddies, yeah. No, no. Um, so the Doctor rescues the sub-crew. Yes. And, and they manage to back out of the base through their little force field thing they've got. And, and then we get another classic moment when all six sea devils come out of the water. Yes. Including little Stuart Fell. Little you can Stuart tell, Fell at the side, yeah. You can tell which one's in. <laughs> he looks like he's kneeling in the water, but he no, does. he's standing up. Yeah, this, they, they had problems with this, didn't they? That they couldn't get the costumes because they're latex. And like latex balloons when you think yeah. about it. And they couldn't get them to submerge. Properly, nope. and when they did, yeah. the, the heads were full of water. Yeah, full of water, because the, the, this is an unusual design in that the head isn't where the person's looking out of. It's, it's a hat on top of their head. Yes, uh, they're looking out of the neck, which is painfully obvious in Warriors of the Deep later on. No, stop, um, stop, sorry, stop yes. preempting. <laughs> yeah, it might be good. Um, yeah, so so we get this classic scene that always appears in any clips show quite rightly. Yes, and and of course, um, you, you you listen to the audio commentary. They were fighting for the light yes. because yeah. it was sunset, wasn't it? And the light yeah. was going. That's why, you know, uh, that classic uh, Doctor Who monthly cover of the Sea Devil. The Sea Devil is orange because you yeah, know it's the sunset, the sun's going, colouring everything. Yep. And I I think this was like the last day they were there filming or something, wasn't it? Yes. For some yeah, reason yeah. they couldn't come back and redo this bit. Yeah, so I think they're lucky it. that we got it, yeah. Yeah, no, they did. I mean, you can see one of them stumbling a bit because he's it, that the head is full of water. Um, but meanwhile, the Doctor tells the Master he'll help them revive the Sea Devils. And they're quite chummy together. They're buddies, aren't they? They're yeah. working on this problem in, in the lab there. Well, we get this a lot, don't we, with uh, the original Master and the Third Doctor, is that they do come across that they were, at one point, good chums. Yeah, and then they had a falling out. Yeah, they had a falling out. But I think that they both quite like working with each other. And I I think they both would want to be friends. Mm. Um, And I think that explains why... Because we often get the thing of, why doesn't the Master just kill the Doctor when he's got him? And I don't think he wants to. He pretends well, he does, but I don't think he wants to, does he? Because they, well, they're they, mates. It, it, it grows over time, because the, to begin with, when he's told the Master's on Earth, he goes, oh, well, that jackanapes, doesn't he? Yeah, they, they, there's a friendly rivalry. And I think, I think the Master, you know, in Anthony Ainley, in The Five Doctors, like his famous line where he says, a universe without the Doctor scarcely bears thinking about. And I think that's true. I think that's what the Master thinks, that the universe is better off with the Doctor. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. All right. Well, what what happens next? What happens next? Um, oh yeah, we've got all our big action set pieces, we do. We haven't get we? The, yeah. Uh, most Pertwee stories, we get the action set piece in it because you've hired Havoc, you've yes. hired the stunt crew. You want to use them now. In this case, not only have we got Havoc, we've got a lot of uh, a lot of uh, free seamen about. You've got an awful lot yeah. of seamen yeah. all over and, the place. And don't they make use of it? They spread they spread those seamen around. <laughs> <laughs> all over no we get a love I mean it's an amazing um, uh, sequence of action stunt work people falling off things multiple times yeah. Yeah, remember we've only got six sea devils um, yeah there's I mean I can't remember if it's here or a little bit later on where we get the, the lovely scene of the, the sea devils running across the beach and then someone gets on a Bofors gun 
and starts Oh, that's old off. chummy, isn't it? Old thingy yeah. jig, who we've just, you know, the terrible, the terrible slug bloke. Oh, um, yeah, um, Captain Hart, yeah. Yes. Yes, he gets on it, so he gets his moment, Brigadier-style moment. And I love it that the explosions start going on and all the sea devils start turning around and legging it. Yeah. As you would. I, I certainly would. Um, yeah, there's no, no, no bit of military hardware that the Navy had is missed out, is it? It's a, I love this sequence. Even the hovercraft gets, ah, a, yeah. gets a go, doesn't it? And they were, they were futuristic. I remember going down to the, you know, the, the Isle of Wight hovercraft. And, and just watching it going in and out, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah, there, there, there used to be a, a hovercraft service from, like, Ramsgate to yeah. France, a daily thing, you know? You just went on a yeah. hovercraft. Never did. I, w- I wish no. I had gone on a hovercraft. I did it, but when I was much, much, much older. Um, right. Uh, but, yeah, as a kid, I d- we used to do it, because our, our summer holidays used to be, a, a you know, a day trip to uh, Portsmouth, You'd, you know, troll round the shops in South Sea, and then you'd have some fish and chips, and then you'd go and watch the hovercraft going in and out. And that was that was a holiday, wasn't it? Were you looking it's to see if the master was on board? Do you know? I bet I probably was. I bet you were. Yeah, I bet I was. Yeah, yeah. We've also during all this action, you've got Stuart Fell doing his uh, comedy somersault. Yes. As a sea devil. He, um, yeah. No one somersaults quite like him. Well, apparently that caused some sort of bad feeling with the other uh, stunt people, yeah. the, the Havoc people, because he thought, well, I'm going to make a mark. Because this is Stuart Fell's very first appearance on Doctor Who, and he oh, wanted right. to make an impression. So yeah. when they were all shot, if you look at all the other uh, uh, stunt people, they just fall over. But no, yeah. Stuart Fell does a somersault because he wanted to be noticed. Yeah, and, uh, he wants yeah, to get the, another gig, doesn't he? Yeah, but the other stunt people, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're going above and beyond, you know, what's called yeah. for for the yeah. price that they you're paid showing us. us up. You know? Yeah, you're yeah. showing us up. You're, you're giving them more than what the money's yeah. worth, you know, sort of thing. Oh. Yeah. We've also got this rather pointless sea boat chase haven't we, yeah. between the Doctor and the Master. Well, there wouldn't, there wouldn't, it wouldn't be a John Pertwee episode if there wasn't a pointless chase in it. They have to indulge they, him, yeah. don't they? Yeah, they do, yeah. And you know what? I'm all right. I'm all right with that. No, but no, yeah, we get, right. we, it, it goes on a bit, to be fair. Mm. And it ends up with the Doctor being captured again yes. by the Sea Devils. And, yeah. uh, and, and when he's told no, because again he tries pleading for peace, yeah. um, he allows the Master to use the machine. But, of course, he's reversed the polarity yes. of the neutron flow, hasn't he? Yeah, this is one of the few stories where John Pertwee actually does reverse the polarity. Um, this, this is the wonderful 1970s when, when any device could be turned into anything else just by turning the battery terminals around. Yes, just turn it around. Yeah. Now, morally, right, the Doctor yeah. here, the mor- morally, the Doctor doesn't destroy the Sea Devils because he's put a booby trap on the device, so if anybody tries to turn it off then it will blow up. But it's going to blow up anyway, even if you don't try yeah, to turn the do- it off. The Doctor often does this sort of stuff, and it's it's morally dubious. It's the same in the Tomb of the Cybermen, where he rigs up the uh, the doors to electrocute people. It's mm. like, yeah, but the next person that's coming along is going to be killed by that. And this, yeah, this sort of thing... I, this is the equivalent of, as a kid, of swinging your arms and saying, well, if you walk into my fist, yes. I'm not really hitting you. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah you, he's, you he's morally it. dubious. And I, I, I wonder if this is why later on, when he's recounting these tales, he absolutely uh, changes it completely. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Well, um, yeah, the, the, the Sea Devils set off this booby trap, but they've yes. escaped through the airlock, haven't they? Um, yeah, yeah. And then the eventually, airlock. yeah, it ends with the Master does, escaping uh, in in a hovercraft. Why does a, a, a presumably a race that can breathe underwater need an airlock? That's a blooming good point. Yeah, yeah, you don't need Dodging an airlock. It. Of course you don't. The whole base should be flooded with water. Yes, and they should be quite happy. Yeah. Hmm. Could have had a whole scene then of John Pertwee in a diving helmet. Yes. Yeah. Well, we, we get them. Though. We get him in his inflatable suit, don't we? we him do, and yes. Rog Roger Delgado bobbing yeah, around. Yeah. Roger, Roger Delgado was evidently um, absolutely terrified. Of him, he was he scared did. stiff. Yeah. So this. So in this episode, he had to do a sword fight, and he was terrified of that and didn't want to do it. And then they met, they pushed him in water. <laughs> and he didn't um, want to do it. Poor, poor fella. Yeah. Yeah. What's the next story after this? Do you know? What's the next story that uh, the master's in? Because he escapes in that hovercraft, doesn't he? Yes. There would have been a there would have been a gap when they this wasn't it wasn't because this is the second season he's in and they didn't they tried not to use him in every one. Um, do you know what? Once upon a time, I used to be able to recount all Doctor Who stories in order. In order. I will. Yeah, I will. Um, season ten is it? Ten or nine? Season I ten don't know. Who. I don't know. While you're Someone, typing that, yeah. well, I'll, I'll start talking about behind oh, the scenes. I put in season ten, Doctor Who. It's brought up New Who season ten. I mean, of course it Wikipedia will. Of course it what? will. No, no, no. That happens on IMDb. You type in Doctor Doesn't. Who. It, it it assumes you want New Who. I'm going to be <laughs> Bloody right, well, internet. Shh. While you're doing yeah, that, okay. did you know that the Sea Devils were originally called Sea Silurians? Oh, that would have been interesting. Yeah, it wasn't going to be old Jabba the Hutt that names them. It's, it was going to the doctor says, well, these are Sea Silurians. You know? I think that would, that would have been all right. I think that would have worked. Yeah. And uh, their design was based on sea turtles. Yeah, they definitely got a turtly face. A turtly face, yes. Have oh, you found it? To, uh, no, I'm useless with computers. I only I work in an IT department. So you're useless. Um, so I've just typed in, when did the Master next appear after the Sea Devils? Doesn't tell us. Doesn't tell us. Oh, all right, but, okay. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll be sometime. Yeah, <laughs> so anyway, they, they're just... <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's probably a colony. It's probably the Dalek one, isn't it? But... But um, I don't understand if it if it's off Earth. How yeah. did he get his TARDIS? True. Because he's in like 1970s, yeah. Southeast England. All right. So yeah, sea Silurians then, sea turtles. Sea turtles. Yeah. They're totally convincing. Oh, very good. Um, so much money. Beaks. Yes. Beaky. Yeah, Beaky, Captain Beaky. Yeah. So much money was spent on their heads. There was none left for the costume. That's why they were naked. Ah, right. John they, Friedlander. Wasn't it? it is John Friedlander. Yes, and I've got a quote from John about yeah. uh, why he did it and how he did it. And here we go. It says, uh, um, following the success of the Ogrons, it became almost automatic for me to be shown any script which featured a new alien. Barry Letts would regularly request that I attend Doctor Who production meetings, even approaching Jack Kine at one stage to ask if I would as if he would assign me to the programme permanently. Thankfully, Jack denied Barry's request. I enjoyed working on the show, but to only work on Doctor Who would have got very boring. At the production meetings, I'd discuss forthcoming creatures with the makeup and costume departments. It was important to decide what a particular monster was required to do as this would normally determine which department would take responsibility for the new creature. 
And about this one, he says, In the planning stages of this story, Barry asked me to design the body of the monsters in addition to the head. He wanted the sea devils to convey a sense of menace by being taller than the humans. I decided that the best way of achieving this was for the actor inside the costume to wear the mask as a hat whilst looking out of the monster's neck. All the masks came from the same mould, but I did alter the neck and head webbing on each one to give it an individual appearance. Yeah, so there you go. It, That's the, the, John. The neck, the neck webbing wasn't moulded, was it? That was hand done, and it's it's later, it's netting. Yes, with yeah. la- soaked in latex. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just just finally managed to find Doctor Who episode guide. So, the the master next reappears in the Time Monster, which is you. Uh, Earth-based, mm, okay. Uh, which is so dull, I can't remember what happens at the end of it. I, but cannot, gets I never remember back. it. I never yeah. remember it. While watching it, I don't remember it. I forget scenes. Um, yeah, the 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 masks are really good. Um, sea devils. They yes. uh, they're so good that they went on to appear in Blake Seven, of course. Yeah. Well, I've got a little bit about that shortly. Um, as I say, this was Havoc's last time on the show. Oh right. And it, and it was Stuart Fell's first. Yeah. Um, the beach with the minefield on yep. uh, is now a nudist beach. Oh, mm. so so the sea devils wouldn't have been allowed on with their vests on. They wouldn't. They would have oh. to take them off. Yeah. Yes. Now the submarine story. Yes. 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 The submarine version. As I say, I've got three different versions. Yep. Uh, there may there might be more. Um, I'm sure there is. Yeah. Now version one, Michael Bryant says it was a model bought in the yep. shops. Now, I, do, I, I don't recall many model submarines back in the 70s. Airfix certainly didn't do many, no, did I they? know uh, Aurora did, um, but they, they, it would, they that would was have the been... That was the Sea View. <laughs> yeah, it could have been, yeah. That, oh, that would have been good. No, they, they did... Aurora did an atomic submarine, which was very sort of classic torpedo-y shaped. But that would... You wouldn't... I don't... I'd say I don't think you could just wander into... Not into Woolworths. And, no. You know? It'd no. have to be a specialist, but... But yeah, Airfix, I don't think, did. No, Revel, I, I think, did. I, I seem to remember Revel did some like ones with I, interior detail. I just remember them from like, the 80s onwards, where you, where you would have the larger cutaway ones. Yes, the cutaway ones, like. yeah, like that. Perhaps, um, <coughs> perhaps we should try and track down what model it was based on. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, the director says it was bought in the shops, and oh, the yeah. new propeller was a piece from a Hoover that just so happened to have the same amount of blades as the Navy's in-development, top-secret yep. new design. And See, that he, makes sense to me. That sounds realistic, doesn't he it? He goes on to say yeah. that something about submarines are identified by the amount of blades on the propeller. Yeah. Right? So that's number one, a, a, a shop-bought model with yep. a piece from a hoover for the propeller. Makes sense. Obvious stuff, yeah. Yeah, all right. The next one is a quote from Jack Kine, you know, yeah. uh, who who we know wasn't the uh, wasn't the most uh, rigid man in sticking to facts. He he, he liked to uh, to amend tales, didn't he? He did, and and that might explain this rather lengthy okay, quote yeah, that I've got from Jack. So you might recognise some of this. Peter Day had to make a miniature of a nuclear submarine for this story, so I rang up the Admiralty to ask if we could copy some drawings of the latest naval craft. Because, of course, that's what you do. That's what happens, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. They agreed and invited us up to Admiralty House. Right? Yeah. 
When Peter and I arrived, the doorman were expecting us and we were immediately directed up to a second floor drawing office where a chap produced these huge plans of a nuclear submarine. He told us not to copy anything down in red ink because red was used to indicate parts of the design still on the Official Secrets Act. But they showed it. But they showed it, yes. Just don't look too carefully. No. It took us about an hour to trace the outline and details of the submarine, carefully avoiding anything drawn in red. Yeah, because yeah. they let you do that. Yes. Yeah. On com- we're in the middle of the Cold War still, aren't yeah. we? You know? <laughs> On completion, we rolled up our tracing paper, thanked the gentleman in charge and made our way back downstairs. It was a different doorman on duty in the reception when we came down and he asked us for our passes. When we told him we hadn't been given any passes and that we had just been upstairs to trace the designs of the Navy's latest submarine, all hell broke loose. We were marched off to an office where our unlikely story was checked and verified. Special passes were then solemnly issued to us, after which we were escorted out of the office and back into reception, where the doorman collected our passes and allowed us to leave. A few days after the story was televised, our department was visited by two gentlemen from the Ministry of Defence. They were especially interested in the propeller attachment uh, to the rear of the submarine miniature, which bore a remarkable similarity to their own classified design. We had never been shown the plans featuring the submarine's propulsion unit, but it turned out that Peter's educated guess towards its appearance had been uncomfortably accurate for the Ministry of Defence. I find this all very hard to believe. I, yeah, I find that that that's a, a rack on to a made-up story, in it? That's yeah. But it's weird. It's weird as well that bits of that sort of follow what happens with the Doctor and his unit pass with in the Sea Devils. I mean, is, do you think he's like he's merging? I think so. The, I and it's just been embellished and just yeah. grown well, he was over a great, the years. Yeah, he's a, he was a great embellisher, wasn't he? He liked taking. Uh, he liked taking um, credit for stuff he had nothing to do with. Mm. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I don't believe that at all. I think that's... All right, so that's Jack that's Kine's nonsense, version. Yeah. My third version is from Peter Day, the man who actually yeah. made the submarine. So right. you would think this is this must be the closest to you the truth. You would think, yeah, you would hope, wouldn't you? But yes, yeah. Before we talk about the submarine, I've got a little bit about the, uh, the guns. Right. Okay. Oh, okay yeah. Because he made the guns as well. Right. And he says the Sea Devil guns were developed from an experiment with aluminium discs. The wooden handle contained a battery and button connected to a small amount of gunpowder and flash wall, which had to be reloaded on every take. Len Hutton was my assistant and we managed to get the charge to project project outwards for about 10 feet. Another prop that Len Hutton and I had to make was the device the master used to contact the Sea Devils. I remember Roger Delgado was a quiet man, almost distant sometimes, perhaps because of the part he was playing. He was marvellous with props, always managing to suspend disbelief and make an unlikely mass of electronics appear real. I agree with that. He does. He he does does it all with great conviction, doesn't he? Right, submarine talk then. This is Peter's take on the story. All right. The director wanted me to build a model of a nuclear <coughs> submarine about five feet long. Right, that straight away throws out the model kit yeah. thing. No yes. model kit no is model five, kit feet. five feet long. <laughs> it wouldn't fit on the flaming shelf, right? Also, uh, would would they build one that was five feet long for what this is used for? Because we know their ships, this, when they build spaceships and that, it's generally because they got to film it. 
yeah. generally about 12 inches to 18 inches long. Why would you build a five-foot one? I don't understand. See, this is the thing. When you see the submarine yeah. footage, yeah, they did that old yeah. trick. It's on wires. It's not underwater. It, it's yeah. in a tank filled with smoke, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so how big is this tank if this is a five-foot Yeah, one? I don't think it was five feet long. So first question mark on... on first little alarm bell rings yeah. there on, on, on what Peter's saying. Um, I asked if they had any drawings that I could work from, and I and I was given a naval recruitment poster. Yeah, that's the one I've heard. Yeah, which featured a cutaway drawing of a submarine. Using the poster for reference, Len and I scratch-built the model from sculpted polystyrene. This was then covered in paper and detailed with plastic parts. The propulsion unit of the sub wasn't shown in the poster, so I had to use my imagination. I went to a model shop. This might be the where Michael yeah, Bryan thinks be, model yeah, shop. Yeah. I went to a model shop and purchased a multi-bladed five-inch impeller, a component u- usually used in the powering of radio-controlled model planes. Yep. I fitted the impeller blade on the motorized spindle at the back of the sub and thought it looked rather good. Filming of the model took place at over two days at Television Center on the Puppet Theater model stage. The submarine was never immersed in water. We simply created a smoky atmosphere and flew the thing on wires past miniature rocks and a seabed landscape. The Monday morning after transmission, two immaculately dressed gentlemen in black suits arrived at the Doctor Who office and asked to see me. They had the letters ER stenciled on their briefcases and they announced that they worked for the Ministry of Defense. I was politely asked where the information on the submarine's design had come from, so I explained that the body of the model's design was copied from a recruitment poster and that I'd used my own imagination for the propulsion unit. It transpired that my educated guess over the appearance of the multi-bladed propeller had proven uncomfortably accurate for the MOD. Jack Kine pacified the situation by taking the embarrassed officials to lunch. See now that that if we discount and I, I'm not saying the model wasn't five foot long might have been but if we discount the size of the model take that out of it everything else there fits in and fits in with the embellishment doesn't it so so they detailed it with plastic kit parts mm-hmm. and and went and bought uh, an impeller that could easily be misremembered by the other guy as oh it all came from a model shop yeah um the fact that these guys turned up and they foisted them off onto the boss that didn't really do the work, Jack Kine. He then embellishes this, yeah. embellishes this, embellishes this. So I think that's quite, that's probably that. I, I, I'll go along. The guy that built it, that's probably inaccurate. That's the story that happened. Yes, I think that's the one that we. Embellished, yeah, yeah, I think that's the one that we have to believe. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah but right. this is why eyewitness accounts of. of Anything that's passed about a month ago uh, is got to be taken with a pinch of salt. Yeah, but I, I I like the parallel, the similarity, you know, with the you know the BBC you know craftsman there, you know that it, yeah. it got the attention of the MOD, much like you know the Yetis in the underground. Yeah, they, that they actually got a call from the London Underground. We said you you weren't allowed to film down there. They actually believed that, didn't they? Which again, sort of, uh, it fits in with what we were saying about how popular Doctor Who was. That all these, all these official people are sat on a Saturday. You go, let's have watched Doctor Who. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, the Chief Sea Devil is Peter yes. Forbes Robinson. 
Uh, Avling Sprout? Why do I know that? He name? played a Time Lord in Colony in Space. Oh, that could okay. be. Okay, yes. Um, after transmission, they went on to be displayed at the London Science Museum from 1972 right. to 73. Science was much laxer back then. Indeed. Then Longleat and Blackpool exhibitions, yes. I remember, 73 I remember seeing, to 74. Yeah. I think I remember seeing. I, th- I think there was a sea devil. It might have been a Warriors of the Deep one there in Longleat. No, I, I went to Longleat in about 88, and I think there was one there then. Yeah, um, They appeared on Nationwide and Morecambe yeah. and Wise in 1976. I don't know what skit they would be in, in on Morecambe and Wise in 76. You can almost picture it, can't you? It's going to be a Ernie's New Bride or something. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, of course... Yeah, that, that, that mainly latex and late, at yes. least 70s latex degrades, doesn't oh, yeah, it? Yeah. And and that's what happened. They degraded throughout the 70s. I mean, you know, they suffered the same fate as Yoda did, didn't yeah. they? And Hoggle yeah, they did, from just, Labyrinth. It, it, just, um, it, it either disintegrates or melts, doesn't it? Depending yeah, on it rots, basically. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, you know, they had degraded so much that a planned appearance on the prison ship in Stones of Blood was scrapped. There was going to actually be a sea devil one in there. They decided to go with a a weird toilet roll tube robot with lipstick. Yes, that's what you get instead, yeah. (sighs) And, uh, yeah, one head was viable enough to be used as uh, Dorian's gestalt creature yes, that's true. in Blake 7, which we talked about on Blake 7 in character, didn't we? Yeah, we did, yes. Um, Go and visit that if you want to hear all about it. Yes. And, and by the time of uh, Warriors of the Deep, only one head remained, yep. and uh, that was the one that was used for uh, reference for yep. sculpting the brand new ones on uh, Warriors of the Deep. All right? Good. Um, so that's us at the end of the Sea Devils. All yep. right. Um, we have an Earth date, of course, here. It's the south coast of England, isn't it? It is, yes. Um, and sometime in the 1970s, I guess, judging by clothes and the two CVs and everything. Would you agree? Not I would mid 1970s. Well, would, so this is the horrible unit dating controversy, isn't it? So, so I would even if if we go, it will fit nicely, even if it's late seventies, I think, because Sarah Jane says she's from nineteen eighty and she hasn't yeah. joined the Doctor yet, so it's a couple of years before that. So, I think, yeah, seventy six, seventy eight. All right. Well, if we are talking about the mid, yeah, yeah. mid to late seventies, uh, this all could be happening while the Second Doctor is in London during Web of Fear down in the underground and also uh, the third doctor is also somewhere around um, for the time warrior this is also the time that uh, the uh, the modern day bits yeah. in the time warrior well there would have to be a gap between web of fear and this because the briggs in web of fear not in unit and it so it must be at least a couple of years ah uh, of course yeah. yeah all right so it's nearer to the time yeah. warrior yeah than, I than that all right Okay, um, so before we start talking about Warriors of the Deep, because we're almost done with Sea Devils, um, we now have to uh, talk about the ratings. Yes, the, right. not the naval ratings. I wish I'd thought of that one, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, design rating, all right, Yeah. for yeah, the I, Sea Devils. Uh, I, I love the Sea Devils, I think they're iconic, I think the, the face is amazing. Oh, the body's a bit snotty, but... But I like them. I like their look. I think the design is really good. I'm going to give these a solid eight. I thought you were going to go higher. Now wait till for the, when we see what happens. You know the uh, the appearance, isn't it? Okay. All right. So this is design, and yep. I I love that. It's a classic for me. I've given, classic, I've given yeah. it a ten. 
10. Oh, wow. Is this the first 10 you've done? No, no, no. Sontar oh, no, and Lynx. Did, yeah, we did Lynx, yeah. Lynx, Lynx was a 10. Yeah. So, so, all right. So, on design rating, he gets a 9. All right. What about the effectiveness, though? Uh, oh. this, this is where, for me, it jumped to a 10. <laughs> I was surprised when you did it. Uh, because I think everything works for it. The, the only thing that doesn't is the flappy-lipped king sea devil, but I'm willing to put him aside because this is... This is as iconic as a Sontaran, I think. So, yeah, 10 from me. Well, we, we, we've swapped places then. Oh, right. Oh, if you dropped... Yeah, because I, I dropped yeah. one point. Um, because, is that because of the, because flappy, of the lips? flappy lip? Yeah, I mean, you, you look at a photo of the Sea Devils, and it is an iconic Doctor Who yeah. monster. The the voice is fantastic. You yeah. know, the voice is, is, is absolutely brilliant. But it's that half-assed attempt at making the jaw work. Yeah, they shouldn't have bothered, should they? They shouldn't have bothered. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. if they were like a telepathic species, which is how they yeah. is, appear to be in Warriors of the Deep, then, yeah, it wouldn't have dropped anything. But, yeah, yeah, my sea, sea Devils dropped one, so oh, to speak. Oh, your Sea Devils dropped one. He's dropped fish, one, yes. Fishy snout, yeah. Yeah. So that gives What do they the, eat, do you reckon? Fish? It must be. It's not chicken or anything like that, is it? I wouldn't have thought so. No. So so that gives him an adversary rating of 9.25. Yeah. That's quite right? high. That's, right. That's second place. Really? Yeah. See, and the Lynx. Yeah. Yeah. Lynx is first, then the Sea Devil Sea Devils, and yep. then the Draconian. Oh, no, uh, no, I got it wrong. Draconians oh. are in second place. Oh, right. Okay. With 9.4. And uh, the Sea Devil, Sea Devils have 9.25, so wow. third so, place. So, um, third doc, late third Doctor enemies, doing well. All three, the top three yeah. adversaries are all third Doctor, yes. Wow. Yeah. All right, so that's the Sea Devils. Yes. Now we have to talk about Warriors of the Deep. Silurian triad, and my companions Skibus and Tarpok. We welcome the revival of our blood-related comrades. We are yours to command. All is prepared. So I, I got into fandom really sort of big time in when Peter Davison took on the role. So this was this was touted heavily that the Sea Devils and the Silurians were returning and, and people couldn't wait. This was, this was meant to be, because this was the first story of season 20, 21? No, I never know the numbers, 20, so if you say something. so. 20, wasn't it? Season 20, I think. Um, because it was it was the season, the anniversary season, and there was meant to be a recurring villain in every story, and this was this was the first story, and it was this was meant to be the one that, oh my god, this is going to blow everyone's socks off. This is amazing. There's so much budget been spent on this. Oh my god, we're looking forward to this. Uh, and then it it started. <laughs> um, um, so <coughs> so this is this is. I hadn't seen this for a while because not not one of my favourites as a go-to. So I think I'd watched it once when I got it on um, DVD. So I watched it again, and um, it starts off with a nice model shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice bit of model shot, and then almost like less than two minutes in, boom, 
yeah. full shot Silurians wandering about in their new Teenage Mutant Ninja hero costumes. Um, uh, and it'll fall downhill from there. It's, I, I, yeah. I echo, echo you 100%, yeah. you know. Um, because, yeah, it's, it's a st- I never, ever think about this story. No. Never think about it. Um, and I think partly it's because you've got terrible acting in yep. it. You've got terrible casting choices in it. Terrible 80s design. I mean, it screams the 80s, this does. And the yes. 80s look, the horrible we, eye makeup. The, ugh. Do we want to do a... Like, so I don't know whether you want to go through the story as such, or do we want to do a good points, bad points? Well, again, I mean, just like we've been talking about the Sea Devils, um, yeah. ignoring the Master bits, really we've got to ignore the Silurian bits because yes. the, the Silurians are going to have their own special episode. Okay, True. But, so, yeah... But, so, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I, I mean, it does start with fantastic model work. Yeah, you nice know? model work. Um, and, and yeah, yeah you know, it's, it's very good. The sea base interior, I think, is incredibly impressive, but it's far, far yeah. too brightly lit. Yeah, it's... Um, well, we, we've, got a, we've got a problem on our big TV at the moment. So the top of the screen goes dark because it's a backlit TV and it, it, take, it needs to warm up. Right. So for, the, when you, for, like, the first hour of having it on, the top of the screen is is very dark, which is normally horrible. It actually improved this one because half of the sea base was dimly lit. Yeah, if you and turn when, the brightness down, yeah. and it, this is this is again, we we said before that the BBC is its own worst enemy. So, so they weren't allowed to turn the lighting down. But the the actual the sets are amazing. Yeah, I, I'm is, stunned yeah. that that's at BBC TV Centre yeah. because it's multi-leveled, isn't it? Yep, yeah, sometimes the walls they, wobble. Yeah. But yeah, there's a there's horrendous wall wobbling. A um, whole wall. I when, can when, them, yeah. yeah, just before Peter Davison falls into that yes, tank of water, he hits the wall. He hits the, the wall, fire, and the yeah. whole section wobbles. Because yep. mm. and that fight, it's quite a, it's quite a well done fight. It's on film, obviously. So that's probably why it's so well done. But it's quite visceral, isn't it? The doctor kicks the guy in the face, and, yeah. and then he falls off. And I, I remember watching this, and I I thought, oh my god, that, what a episode ending this is! This is amazing because you 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 sort of forget. Our, our programmes now in the UK are, are sort of on par with America, aren't they? We can afford to do things now. But back then, if you, ever, if you saw a car on fire, that was a major big budget effect. Yes. And water in Doctor Who, we, that's like, no, you just you never don't have saw it. it. That's, that's, like, that's like having a Bond effect on Doctor Who. And for Peter Davison to fall in and do a bit of underwater swimming, oh my God, that's, that's amazing. Um, it's just a shame the rest of the uh, story is around it. <coughs> the bits I like, though, are... So I like uh, Ian McCulloch. Mm-hmm. i always got time for him. I think he does a good job. He's, he's acting his little socks off. Um, In that guy, outfit, yeah. though, with the eye oh. makeup, though. Well, the outfits are terrible, aren't they? So that everyone's wearing ripstop nylon, which was presumably... You know, I mean, it's what shell suits were made out of. I was going to say, these are precursors so, to the shell suits. Yeah, well, I, when Anne looked up and saw it, she goes, why are they all wearing shell suits? Yeah. And I thought, shell suits, Silurian... Uh, no, it's not, can't, can't <laughs> make a joke. Um, yeah, the, 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 the outfit's awful. Um, the, the lighting is awful. Can you imagine, I was trying to imagine this, if, if the sets were lit like it was the Nostromo. Yes, oh, can you imagine? Because I... Because then you wouldn't see yeah. the Merca. That would help. No, that's true. Yeah, turn the lights off completely when he's there. I imagine that um, 
close up, these sets were probably better made than the Nostromo ones. Because they really look good. But yeah, if they were filmed low light levels, uh, it would have been so much better. Yeah, you know, just pools of light. Yes. Light and spotlights and things. Oh, been really good. You could have the control sensor a bit more lit up, but mm. uh, imagine like people's faces lit by the consoles and that. Yeah. Atmospheric. Um, by all accounts, they they absolutely run out of time on every episode on this one, didn't they? It was a it was a car crash of a production. Yeah, it, um, it is. It's it's apparently yeah. the classic. Um, you know, how not to make a, a story yes. of Doctor Who. Exactly, yes, exactly. Um, we, we, know that, we know that something's wrong, don't we, when we, we keep getting descriptions of things that sound much more interesting than what we're watching. So they, they're on about, uh, you know, set loose the Merca, release the Kraken, and then they're describing our ship's being attacked by the, 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 the monster. We never see it. All yeah. we're doing is seeing people in shell suits looking at monitor screens that aren't on. I think you know if if the if the Silurians' voices weren't so crap, I think this yeah. would work brilliant on audio. If you yeah, don't, I, if you don't have yeah, to see it, I agree. Um, I have got this on audio somewhere. It was in, in the Silurian uh, box set. They did uh, audio right, tin box right. set. So perhaps I should have a listen to it. But yeah, the the Silurian voices are terrible. The Silurian uh, suits are awful. They are uh, in this. shocking. Yeah. I think. Shocking. I think again. This is a, one of the reasons why I never consider watching it. Um, yeah. Uh, but the model works nice. I always forget how, yeah, how, model works how nifty the model work is. That the the Silurian battle cruiser um, was built by Martin Bauer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it's good stuff. Yeah. 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 And, and the, it's, uh, the the orbital uh, gunship. I like that. That's that's, that's uh, a Matt Irving creation yeah. because. Um, one, a small space show. Um, I asked him uh, to sign a photo. There's a nice yeah. photo I've got of him with a nice close-up of that model. And, oh, and right. oh, I think uh, I know the photo. I think I've seen. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on Facebook. And and modelling geeks that we are, we were going yeah. over the kit parts. I mean, it's 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 mainly EMA and four X-wing wings yeah. and stuff. Because I, I I keep We're meaning make to make one. 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 Yeah, yeah, I, I I've, I've I've got a couple of X-wing wings. I need a couple yeah. more. You know, I'm just waiting for, for, for them to be... Getting on a bit now. They're, they're costing a bit, aren't they, X-Wing? Well, I, I could always cast the two I've already got. Yeah, that's true. You know? Probably yeah. cheaper, yeah. Yeah, but that yeah. Ba- that battlecruiser is Martin's, and, yeah, yeah it shows, because it's all nicely lit up. The engines yes. light up nicely and everything. It's a really nice design. It doesn't fit anything else we see with the Silurians or the Sea Devils, but it's a lovely design. I've got a big question how the Doctor goes, that's a Silurian battlecruiser. Well, okay, let's let's address the Merca in the room. All right. Uh, which is, which is the, 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 the canon, if you like, or the, the history that's totally wrong in this. So, I mean, this is what I don't understand. So they had, they had Ian Levine... As unofficial historian. Un- unofficial yeah. uh, advisor, wasn't he? Advisor. Now, you can say what you like about Ian Levine, and I will, because, uh, yeah. But he knows Doctor Who. So, uh, what was he, was he like advising them? No, that's wrong, mate. And they were going, ah, bugger off. Unofficial. No, I, I, I'm assuming it's Johnny Byrne who made the mistake of, yeah. you know, the Silurians calling their cousins yeah. sea devils but you've got ian levine who like you say he knew his stuff yeah. he should turn around and go that's 
that's what yeah. a, a maintenance man on a sea fort called them. Exactly. They're not called sea devils. No. Um, I mean, they're not called Silurians, yet the Silurians constantly refer to as Silurian technology. Yes. Um, well, it's nonsense. The, the doctor recounts, he says, I've met the Silurians twice before, and uh, twice I let them down. It, that's not really what happened, is it? And then he keeps going on about that they're a peaceful, noble race. No, they're no, not. They're they try to wipe out humanity. They try to attack humanity. And he keeps going, we, I've let them down. I feel so guilty. We, I owe them because humanity has treated them awfully. What? Mm. What are you on about? Um, so, yeah, it's all wrong. It's all wrong. And then there was a fan theory that the, when, when the Doctor is talking about that he met them twice before and this happened, that this isn't the two stories we saw, that there's two more stories that we haven't seen. Because also he says, that's Ichtha, the last of yes, the Silurian yeah. triad. No, it isn't, mate. No, it isn't. Because A, he wasn't called that. And B, he didn't look like that no, if no. it's the Silurians we're talking about. So there is a there is a claim that this all fits in if you if you add in two stories that we didn't see on television. So the Doctor could have seen Silurian Battlecruiser, he recognised it. He met Ichtha for the first time, that's why he's done it. Uh, he let them down and they were desperately trying to make peace with mankind, but it's pushing it, isn't it? Mm. I tell you, the biggest disappointment in this story is, you know, the sea devils are well, they're, they're virtually guest stars in this. You well, know? they do nothing, do they? they so, so the the the, the Silurians say uh, we need to wake up our sea devil, devil cousins mm-hmm. <sighs> um, because they're our battle troops, and we they're they're the only ones that can that are skilled enough at, at being warriors to get us onto this base. Uh, and then they, they revive them, they give them all nice hats, and then they spend the rest of the episode just walking about at the, pace, yeah, at the pace of a geriatric like old pensioner with a Zimmer frame. They're useless, they're shooting all over the place, not hitting anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they do nothing else. They don't. Other than and die in, in convincing ways. Yeah. It is such a waste. Yeah. I mean, they do say that after such a long hibernation, there yeah. may be muscle degeneration. That could explain Jesus the crap Christ. way yeah. they move, you know? Yeah, because they, they can barely move. That's the trouble. They can barely walk. They mm. can't really lift their arms up to fire their guns. Bit of a drawback. And they've got the most wobbly heads I've ever seen. They're terrible. Yeah. The heads wobble, and then the hat on top of the head wobbles yeah. oh, as well. Yeah. Um, and we see, you know, what one of their hibernation things look like. It's this cavern, yeah. and they're all asleep standing up. I guess that will yeah. cause muscle degeneration, well, yeah, wouldn't it? I mean, my legs hurt if I stand up for 20 minutes now. So. Yeah, and they're all in rubber samurai armour for yes, some reason. All, for some reason, they've all gone a bit oriental. Yeah, um, which I don't mind. Yeah. I quite like the design so. of the armour. I'm not a great fan of the shoulders. They're a bit draconian to me, pointy shoulders. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, the... the and it, yeah, so they they do nothing. They die quickly. Their voices are nice. I give them that. Um, but I don't think they're the biggest disappointment. I think there is a bigger disappointment. All right. Well, we'll let's go through <laughs> it because yeah, they wake up in this chamber which yes. is mirrored because you yep. can quite easily see that as as they turn, you see their mirror reflections turn well, this in the is, opposite this direction. This is the old um, alien and aliens yes. trick, isn't it? You put a mirror at the back of the set. 
and it makes the set look twice as big. Size, yes. But what you've got to do is not have your actors or have your mirror at an angle where it's not showing your actors. Otherwise, you can see exactly that it's a but mirror. But they do which that is this here. Case. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, like you say, they've still got the same great voice. Yes, um, yeah, brilliant voice. Uh, yeah, because it's it's Sovix. It, yeah. I think he's called Sovix. He's their leader. Um, and they're not even bothering with, with moving the jaw now. Um, no, no, they've, they've gone totally to, like you say, they're either telepathic or they talk out their asses. Yes. Yeah, um, that's one or the other. He says he's commander of the elite group one, and he yeah. finishes it by saying, we are at your command, and then we get this rubbish rent-a-ghost horse eyelid closing. They've decided <laughs> to, to remote control close his eyes a few yes. times. It looks terrible. It does, yeah. I d- stop trying to put animatronics in your stuff. We don't need it. You don't it need it. It ruins the effect. <sighs> they would have been a bit yeah. better. A bit better. This um, is the equivalent of uh, Ewoks suddenly blinking. Oh, uh, yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, and the Silurians just want them as grunts to attack yeah. the base. But yeah, the Merka goes in first. They're going to send yeah, in the so Merka. We've heard about a Merka. Yeah. Merka with a murky past. Um, so, yeah, we've heard about it, and it's this amazing kraken-like... Come on, cat. Cat's coming up on the lap. This is amazing kraken-like beast that is there. It's indestructible. Doctor says it's virtually indestructible. It Nothing can stop it. And then we see it. Yeah. Oh, dear. And, and, and not only do we see it, we see it through a pair of rubber doors. Yes. Yeah. That's not a good... That's not a good effect. Um, in a brightly lit... I mean, it's as lit as it could be. And we see this head wobbling about. <laughs> and then and then the door falls open, falls on Tegan, hilariously. And we get the first look at Dobbin, don't we? The, 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 the pantomime seahorse. When um, you can only just see a bit of the head through the rubber doors, it, that's yeah, not too yeah, bad. Yeah, you know, you I don't okay, mind yeah, its face. I don't mind its face and I don't mind its yeah. eyes, but yes, unfortunately, the doors give way and we yes. see it in all its glory, don't we? Yeah, well, there was a big when when this appeared, so people were waiting for this, and and then it was broadcast, and there was there was lots and lots of letters into like Doctor Monthly saying the the bloody thing looks like the rent a ghost horse, and then it turned out it was the rent a ghost horse, wasn't it? It's the two guys it's the that two played guys the from, from Dobbin, yeah, yeah, from Dobbin. Um, the theory, <laughs> the theory is not bad, is it? The theory is not bad. So you get two people in it. You know, because let, lest us forget, two people in in uh, a latex suit was the Queen Alien. Yes. Um, so two people in a latex suit. It can work. Can work. Unfortunately, uh, we got the Merka. Yes. Um, if it had been lit carefully, you could make this work. Low angle shots. Mm-hmm. Don't show it. Don't show it in full. Um, and do it, do it in darkness. Because there's one shot, uh, so it comes out the door and it's walking away from the camera. And you see the back end. And they've obviously built in, like, padded muscles and that into that suit. And it, you look at the, the Merka's ass, it's quite nice. Quite, <laughs> and, uh, quite huge. Yeah, it's quite huge, yeah. Oh, don't be judgmental. Um, <laughs> and it, it looks all right. But it just doesn't work as a whole. And it moves slower than the sea devils it's terrible yeah. yep I, I, it's too long as well too long yes it, it's far too long you've got the front half yeah. and you've got the back half the front half is painfully a bloke standing up because it's yes. a man in a suit with a big head on these shoulders yeah. 
but his arms and his legs are just regular human. If you had done something to the arms and made the arms not human-like, I don't think had you needed paddles arms. or something like that, yeah. or tentacles or something. Tentacles, but I don't think you needed arms. It could have been like a scent, you know, like just a neck. Well, it like tends a, to electrocute uh, yeah. people, doesn't it? Yes. Um, um, yeah. So yeah, oh, you dear. don't really need the arms. Yeah, the people who just stand there waiting to be electrocuted. Yeah, we. Th- so everything's against this story, isn't it? So, so not only we've got all this, we've got the most lacklustre set of extras. So, the Merkur's stomping about, and it weirdly, and I don't know whether this was just callback or just ineptness as well. We get the same situation where the Merkur is electrocuting things, but the whole base is metal. Yes. And I, I made a note in my notes saying, oh, this, this is weird. This is like the Sea Devils, the same thing. And then literally one scene later, we get a, a deliberate shot where the Merkur electrocutes the wall and it kills all the people that are disco dancing by the lift. Yeah. And you think, oh, oh what? It's rubbish, yeah. isn't it? It is really rubbish. Yeah. One, one thing we also didn't mention, uh, talking about disappointments, when the Sea Devils first appear, we get a big battle. Yes, and it's it's worse than the the battle in the resurrection of the Daleks. It's two rows of people yep. standing stood, still. Uh, yeah, standing still, stood at, uh, at uh, police squad distances from the first episode of about three feet away, shooting their guns. That obviously in the studio, nothing's happening, so they they're not reacting particularly well. You know, it's oh, it's terrible. They just stand in yeah. a line. Yeah. They just stand in a straight line. Yeah. Oh, the crap laser effects of the, you know, sea devil guns now. They don't fire flame. No, no. Um, You have this red blob. Yeah, yeah, red blob superimposed over the top. And they're terrible shots, aren't they? Because those blobs are everywhere. (laughs) Uh, It's just very silly. Um, It is very silly. But yeah, uh, so yeah, back to the Merkur. So the Merkur's stomping about, stompy, stompy. Um, Very slowly. Very, very, very slowly. And um, at one point, it, it... turns a corner and comes upon um, Ingrid Pitt. This, I've got it written down here. Is this the worst moment in Doctor Who? Ingrid Pitt versus the Merker. I think it's up there. I think you might be right. It's up there. I'm I'm trying to think off the top of my head a more embarrassing moment. What is she doing? I mean, you know, we both like Ingrid Pitt. (laughs) I met Ingrid Pitt once. Yeah, we've both both met her a few times, probably. Um, She's uh, she's it, it, in her heyday. She's really good. She's terrible in this. She's awful. She yeah. she, she is. She looks awful. That d- yep. her she makeup. Looks Ill. She looks visibly ill as well. So perhaps <sighs> she was. Perhaps she was none. But the best of health. Her death when yeah. she's she, she's meant to stumble around the corner and bump into the murker. Yeah. Um, and she d- goes into this fight pose. Yeah. Yeah. Kung fu pose. Do, um, do, do you know that that was her idea? Uh, was she drunk? It says here it was her idea drawing on her martial arts experience. Uh, that experience being... In I zero. Once, <laughs> I once saw Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. Um, yeah, it's awful, because she goes into this weird thing and then does the, the limpest, lamest kick into it and gets electrocuted. It, I think it, it, yeah. it could be the worst ever moment in Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, I think I think you're right. It might it might well be the most the most embarrassing moment ever well, in Doctor Who. Well, listener, mm. if you can think of something worse than yeah. that, uh, let, let us, us know say, on the yeah. Facebook page. Yeah, truly dire, truly yeah. dire. Uh, uh, as a story that that I'm watching with my family, 
live. The, this was the death knell of it. The, mm. the following episode I watched in my room. It's, it's, it's one where you're praying nobody comes in while yes. you're watching it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, it's, it's terrible. Um, yeah, so the Merca, she it, it puts puts Ingrid Pitt out of our misery um, and stumbles on again. Bearing in mind, this is meant to be the most fearsome, dangerous creature in the world, and it's taken forever, and it, to get to the bridge. Yep. I don't know what it's doing. Um, and then the Doctor, because he knows all about the Merca, for some reason, um, he knows that uh, that because it lives underwater, it doesn't like bright light, doesn't like sunlight. Even um, though it's in a set that is brightly lit and doesn't seem to have a lit, problem yeah. with it. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be shading its eyes at all. Couldn't reach, I suppose. It's like Tyrannosaur, it couldn't comb its own hair, could it? Yeah, true. Um, so he he decides in a very, uh, very uh, seeds of death type way uh, to, to to make a, like a, uh, a solar gun, you know, a reflector dish. Mm. Um, he takes forever to do it. Um, so, yeah, so he's, he's set this thing up and... Uh, the Merca stumbles down this corridor. Um, Tegan suddenly goes, Tegan, here it comes. Yeah, here you it cut comes to and wanders it, out to it. And yeah. it's shuffling towards them. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we can see it coming. It won't be here for another ten minutes. Because it's, <laughs> it's four foot away. Uh, yeah, it shuffles slowly towards them. And the Doctor uh, switches the thing on. And the bright light kills it. And, and I, think, I imagine everyone in the audience was shedding a tear for the death of the Merca. Such a noble beast. It was, wasn't it? Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. And and that's pretty much it because the sea devils at, after this, you know, they they're hardly ever used in part four. Yeah, they're just well, like standing around yeah. or walking well, we get, around we get and then dying. Of, yeah, we get a couple of scenes where they come in because obviously everyone gets locked into certain rooms or whatever. And the sea, we get a couple of scenes where the sea devil walks into a a spurt of hexachromite gas, which is luckily lethal to. Uh, Lethal to sea devils and Silurians. They should have just had the doctor say that at the beginning. Mm. You know, he says uh, hexachromite gas. That's lethal to marine life. Yeah. I think yeah. just go to whole hog and say if we bump into any Silurians and sea devils, that'll come in mighty handy in episode four. Um, <laughs> you know, wink, wink to the camera. Yeah. So, so they they end up getting died, and they use the same effect. This is something you won't hear very often. They use the same effect for their death as they did with Nestor in the twin dilemma but the twin dilemma did it better yes and there's it's not very often you say that no, phrase it's not, like you say not very often at all. <laughs> um, yeah it's uh it, it it it's comically bad it is the whole uh, you've <laughs> just summed up this story you know yeah. it's it uh, no it's not the pinnacle of peter davison's no, no. reign is it um, he's 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 i mean the regulars are really goodness yeah. Other than Tegan gets pinned under a door, it's not her fault. Polystyrene but, yeah, door. But, but Mark Strickson, I love Taylor. Mark Strickson, he's acting his little heart out. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. acting like this is diehard or something. He's really putting his all in. And Peter Davison's doing a good job. He's putting his all in. And, and um, Some of the extras, though, yeah. the, oh. the, the, the guest characters are terrible. Especially the bloke yes. that was in Long Good Friday, you know, the second in command. Yes. Yeah. Um, with the curly hair. Um, no, no, no. And, not, and the, not good at all. No, no. Oh, I think of, of the guest cast, the only one that, like I say, stands out as, as putting in a, a good performance is Ian McCulloch. Yeah. That... He's the only one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, he uh, gave up acting after this and, and uh, I'm, became I don't blame farmer. him. No, and I, I, I 
I wonder. I wish I'd have asked him because I met him in London once. Really nice man. He was. He went. He literally gave up acting. He just. He, he didn't find it very interesting. And I. I should have asked. I said, "Was it when you saw the Merca? <laughs> did you go? Right. That's it. I'm going to buy a. Well, it's like Jan Chappelle, isn't it? Where that they yeah. reckon her seeing the uh, the spider in um, yes, Harvest was, of Kairos is like. No, I, yeah. I think I'm going to leave. Yeah. Yeah. I. I think it might have been. We, it's, this, it's that this level, story isn't might, it? Yeah, this story might have ruined his acting career. Oh, good Lord. All right. Uh, behind the scenes on this one, we've already yeah. said Ian Levine was the unofficial continuity yeah. advisor. Um, I like this snippet. Johnny Byrne, who wrote it, okay, yeah. was supposed to have researched before writing... And this is the quote, because of low quality video recordings, mistook the Silurians and sea devils for insects. What the hell? Did it, was it not a giveaway that they were in under the water? It's utter tosh, because yeah. apparently he mistook them for being insects. Therefore, that's why the Silurians are like the brains and the sea devils, the drones. Oh, dear. Which is not, a, I mean, it's not a horrible idea. I quite like that. But yeah, that's, I mean, Christ. How competent have you got to be to misinterpret? That that suggests he was watching it with the sound down as well. Yeah, and couldn't see the, the picture. While he yeah. was doing a jigsaw puzzle. It's not the Johnny Byrne that writes comics, is it? Please no, no, no that's, no, that's John Byrne. John Byrne, ah. Yeah, Johnny Byrne. No, Johnny Byrne. You, you know Johnny Byrne from Space 1999. He wrote some right oh, duffers on that as God, well. God, is that the same guy? It's the same guy, yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> Um, Say no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this was just a mess of a yeah. production. Um, it was, yeah. And because uh, the 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 Merca, no one had seen it, had they? It wasn't no. finished, and no one okayed the costume. And then it it got delivered to the studio, and they it was still wet. The green paint was wet. Yeah, there. You can yeah, you can see it, can't you? When you it can see it on things. on some yeah. of the shell suits. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because they lost two weeks production time. There was a snap general election to begin with that really dropped them in it um and yeah no 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 that they, they were just cock-ups all the way along yeah. um yeah the the sea devil head as i said the, the the very last original sea devil head that was used as reference by freelance sculptor richard gregory he's the guy who yeah. created them um the co- costume construction meant that the actors could barely shuffle now because yeah. you know then they're, they're not encumbered by netting they're encumbered by a rubber samurai suit or also, I don't know. I'm presuming not. I, I imagine they didn't hire actors to play the Sea Devils and the Silurians because, or that, or they weren't given any direction because they're, they're not putting any effort into movement, are they? No, they're, they're all walking like they're on the moon. They're all extras, yeah. and they were uh, all recruited because they had to be six foot four or right. more. So, so probably. That- uh, Billingsgate porters from yeah. down the road. Yeah, your criteria for being yeah. hired is your height, not your acting experience wow. or ability. You know that shows, doesn't it? That it shows. certainly does. It certainly this, does. Wasn't this one as well where like every episode went over over length and the lights were turned off? And I think yeah. Peter Davison. Yeah. Oh, they were that, really up against it. Yeah, that 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 stuff was filmed that was thought to be like rehearsals and things like that and they ended up using shots that were known to be fluffed and they would try and fix it in the editing Mm. yeah it's it's a it's a pig's ear in it It absolutely um and we've got to think about that for the design rating because we've got to do the warriors of the deep version of the sea devils so yep so so this is so yeah like you say they they've obviously based the masks off of of uh 
of the classic ones. And I think in photos, they look really good. Mm. Stood still, they look really good. So the design, I think, is all right. I don't think... I'm not a great fan of the um, samurai. I don't know why they suddenly wear helmets and wearing gowns and that. Um, Just put them in string vests. It's just as good. So I think... I don't think the design is anywhere near the original, so I'm I'm going to go with a six on the design. Ooh, that's quite a drop from your yeah. eight. Yeah, wait yep. till you get to effectiveness, mate. Right, okay. Um, well, I I gave it a ten before. Yes, and I've you dropped, did. Yeah, yeah, I've dropped to an eight and a half because oh, right. put putting the silly samurai yeah, outfit didn't on work, does it? Uh, in a photo. Yeah, it looks all right, but it's nowhere near as uh, I keep using the word iconic on the Sea Devils, Sea Devils, and and they are, aren't they? You know, yeah, they're um, iconic. The design can't be beat. But putting a samurai outfit on them. Hmm. Mm. All right. Well, I gave it an eight and a half. You gave it a six. That's seven point yeah. two five in design. Yep. All right. But hang on. Before we go into a, go a, a effectiveness, <laughs> um, there's a date on this one. Um, oh yes, yeah, I wrote that down somewhere. It, it's 2084. Yes. Not that okay. far away. No, 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 I it's not far off from it. now. I doubt we'll make it. No, <laughs> don't, maybe I don't, mer- I don't think the dead. world will yeah. make it, yeah. <laughs> no, that's true, yeah. All right, so, yeah, 7.25 on effectiveness. Yeah. Uh, sorry, design. No, so design, what on effectiveness, yeah. then? Uh, I think the effectiveness, they're, they're, they're just shit. I think uh, two is all I can give it. A two? And that's for the mask. That's for the mask. Oh, my the goodness. It, they don't move well. They don't do anything they look like extras walking about in suits. I, I hate them. I think it's such a... This is the worst <laughs> degradation of a monster. Don't hold back, Ian. Say what Sorry, you mean. Yeah. <laughs> a two. Well, I gave two. them a five, right? Wow, that, I think that's generous. I just well, put them down as average because I still like the face, but it's what they did with it. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's a three and a half then, right? They got a three and a half uh, um, for effectiveness. Yeah. You I suppose the, the, good, the only good thing we can say is that unlike the Silurians, um, bits of them are not sticking out, and their microphone wires are not sticking out, and their neck well, pieces are not sticking out. Well, there and is their zips that. are not on show. So you know, perhaps perhaps I've been harsh, but yeah, I hate them. I think it's a All right. terrible design. Okay, well, I've, while while you're having your little mini rant, yeah, then, little rant, yeah. um, I've just uh, worked out what their adversary rating is. Go on. Right. <laughs> And it's 5.375, so if we round that up to 5.4, all right? Okay. 5.4. I reckon that, I reckon they're probably in with the, uh, the mid-range Sontaran, aren't they? No, they're nowhere near a Sontaran. Really, are. Yeah, that, that, they're in a caravan by themselves, f- oh. number 5.4. There's one caravan. Right next door at 5.5 is the Vord. Oh, Wow. Okay, we only gave both them a fishy. 5.5. They both walk similarly, but at least the Vord got the excuse that they got flippers on. Yes, there is that. Because actually, that was one thing. <laughs> Just before uh, this, we watched this, um, Anne had found on YouTube um, a little video, and it's it's ducks walking across a glass ceiling that's misted up. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen it. And all you can <laughs> no, see is these... You can see the bottom of their feet, and they just appear because you can't see the duck. You just see these 
shaped feet going dip, 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 and it's so cute and it's lovely um, and that was like about 10 minutes before we watched this and these Silurians got the same shape uh, these sea devils got the same shaped duck feet and we were going oh, if they were on a glass seat <laughs> it would be so cute they would be better yeah. then yes. the feet are terrible what they are they are like triangles aren't they yes yeah, they're just like rubber really triangles hmm. alright so yeah number 5.4 they live at all right. Okay. As okay. I say, 5.5 is the board, and uh, and next down the road yeah. at 5.13 is the empty child. Are sat we, there all uh, by himself. Uh, have we got to rate the the murker? We have. This is oh, it. God. We're coming up to the murker now. So, <laughs> design for the murker. I don't think the design's that bad. I don't think it's a. I mean, someone should have said to him, "Oh, hold on there." Um, but I think the idea is sound, and the design. You look. You. If you if you take out all the the act the fact that it's shit, you and look at the way it's been. I mean, I'd be hard pressed to make a costume like that. I know. I think. I think. It, I'd love to know what it cost. Too much. I'm thinking. Too much. So I, yeah, too much. <laughs> so I think the design is actually is sound, and like you say, the face is nice. Um, but it's very mid range. So I'm, I'm going to give it a five for design. All right. I like the face. Yeah. And I'm not keen on the rest. I gave it a four. Fair. All right, so that's four and a half on design. Yep. What about its effectiveness, though? Um, zero. Zero. That's a shite. Yep. Doesn't work. It, sh- it should never have made it into program. The fact that they probably spent so much on it and didn't have anything to take its place. I would have preferred if it had turned up and they went, oh, let's put a line in to say the Merc is invisible. And they went, yeah, the Merc is biggest biggest uh, asset. Is it's invisible. I'd have preferred that. Mm. To be honest, yeah, zero. I can't, I can't give it anything. It's rubbish. Well, I, I, I join you in a zero. It's the first time I've ever yeah. joined you in a zero. God, um, that this, ah, oh, we've, we, this is the nadir of. It is the of nadir. Two monsters. Isn't it's it? not too much of a nadir though, because you know, a four point five is, um, you know, quite okay for you know its uh, yeah. uh, design, but this, its this effectiveness. Is where, yeah. This is where execution lets stuff down so often, isn't it? Yeah, we thought this would happen when we started yeah. these tallies. So, yeah. so that gives him a effectiveness of two point two five. Wow! All right, that's got to be that's got to be the low end of. Actually, of he he's sharing a caravan with two other creatures. Please tell me it's Derek Deadman. No. Oh. No, Derek. Deb, where is Derek? De- yeah, where is our Derek? Oh, De- Derek's two two caravans down the road. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. No, sharing at number two point two five. You've got the Nymon, right? I think we might have been too harsh on the Nymon, <laughs> but no. I, actually, I think that quite fits. I can see the Nymon being the Merkers keeper and giving him his food at, in the morning. No, I can see yeah, the Nymon riding the Merkers. Oh. There's a, in a yeah. saddle. Mark, Mark, <laughs> we need this picture. Yes. Oh God, that's a that's a that's a new adventures novel in waiting, isn't it? Mark, what we need as a picture yeah. is yeah. outside number two point two five. The Nymon sat in a saddle on top of the Merca, and the stable boys are the Jacondans. Oh God. And that is a that, shitty caravan, a st- isn't it? <laughs> that's a. Oh, you you wouldn't you wouldn't stop if you turned up there on holiday and looked at your neighbours and it's it's them. It, oh. You're just turning around, didn't you? Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Oh, so no. we knew that was going to be a bad and the murker yeah. and yeah, yeah. There's there's sometimes sometimes fan opinion is is right, is correct. Yeah, um, fandom holds the murker in utter contempt. And do you know what? 
I, I agree with them. I'm embarrassed that the Sea Devils are associated with such do you things. Think, do you think this had this also helped with Peter Davison's decision, which would have been made around this time, to to move to on after yeah, doing a James Pell? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just a shame because you know it's such a waste. The return of the Sea Devils, you yeah. know, the return Just, of the Silurians, that, and we get this. Yeah. That's the galling thing, isn't it? Is that I think that's why it's it's regarded with such low esteem is because the hype surrounding this was a, was massive. Yeah, it was like the return of two beloved uh, adversaries, and it, we get with, that with the, a huge budget spent on it. it was, you know, as huge as Doctor Who gets, and this thing turns up. Mm. Yeah, I was embarrassed, but I remember being embarrassed by it. Yeah. Um, before we go, um, just like to mention, you know, in print, be it books or yes, comics, the Sea appeared. Devils okay, have been yeah. in an awful lot. Yeah. Um, my favourite one, I think it was John me, Stokes me, doing the I was going to say, can I, can I guess? Yeah, it's the backup strip yeah. with the lighthouse, the pirate guy. Yes. The lighthouse guy. I lo- oh, it's so good, that. That's never been reprinted. Though, no, no, no. Very moody so artwork yeah. uh, by John Stokes, Amazing. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, a lone Sea Devil wakes up. Yeah. And it's in the 16th century, isn't he? Yes. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like conquistador. Yeah, he befriends yeah. a human, a, a conquistador, yeah. but then uh, pirates come along. Yes. And uh, yeah, scupper the place. It's amazing. Four pages, and it's better than yeah. Warriors yeah. Of the Deep. Yeah. Um, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, uh, the Alan Moore, Kevin O'Neill yeah. uh, series of graphic novels. Um, uh, that refers to lizard men called Silurians and Sea Devils. And, oh, right. I got that somewhere after a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought you you might like this. It actually retcons uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon as a sea devil. I think so. Yeah, the, the, the slightly better off cousin. Mm, I can see that. I can yeah. really see it. And um, also, I don't know if you've got the graphic novels uh, of Scarlet Traces, which is, the, you no, know... I the, oh, that. you should get them. The, the, the sequels to uh, The War of the Worlds. Um, yeah, they they are shown as being the original inhabitants of Earth. You've got this map which shows oh. you know the original because it it yep. ties in you know John Carter of Mars and etc yep. etc and all like that. And when you see a map of the Earth, you've got a, a drawing alongside the Earth of a sea level a sea devil and a Silurian. So you've got yeah, references right. in that as We've well. Got, yeah, I'm amazed we haven't had the sea devils back in. Uh, well, that was my final question. Would you like to see them return in New um, yeah, I think so. If they did it properly, I don't don't make them human like the Silurians. That was a huge mistake. They should have been the Draconians. We've said that. Mm. Um, but yeah, if they if they did them in a in a um, a way that treated them with respect, mm. yeah, I think I think I'd like to see that because they're they still have, sleeping they, out there, aren't they? They're yeah, still they're, there they're under the water about, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'd like to see them come back. Who knows? They might do. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, that's it. That's our uh, second of our specials yes, done. Yes, I enjoyed that. It seems like we've been doing it all night. It's now pitch black. It is. is it is. Yeah, blimey, yeah. it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We're coming up on two hours. Two hours. This. I can't say you haven't had your money's worth, listener. Indeed, indeed. And I think this was a, a pretty much the same sort of time we did when we did the Sontarans as well, wasn't yeah. it? I think these these specials are going to be like that, aren't it? Like, yeah. say, when Special we get to length. the Daleks, we're going to have to break it down into ages of... Ages, know, yeah. I thought decades would be the way <laughs> yeah. to do it. Yeah, yeah. All right, so next time the clock resets and we go back oh, to yes. the first Doctor. <gasps> it's me, it's me, isn't it? It's, it's my your choice. Again. choice. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, so I, this will be my third story choice in a row. 
we're going back to episode one. Episode one was your very first doc. It was the very That's first right. doctor, yes. and it was your choice, wasn't it? So yeah. Yes. So, so we're back to Billy Bob Hartnell. And this might fave. cost me money. Yep. Can I just say? Uh, yeah. Um. I hope not. I mean, I've got. Oh, I so don't many, mind it yeah. because you know it adds yeah. another DVD on the shelf because I'm That's not subscribing true, yeah. to BritBox. Well, um, if you haven't, if you haven't got this one, I think you do deserve to buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're going to be looking. We're going to be visiting London, contemporary London. London. Right. Can we track it down? Uh, we're going to be visiting the post office tower. Is it the war machines? The war machines. We're going to go and see Votan and the war machines. Excellent. I have got that. You have got it. Oh, good. Yes. Oh, good, good, good. I haven't got the Eagle Moss figure because you told me it's Ooh, massive. Oh, yes, I've got that. It's huge. Yes, yes. Huge. It's lovely. It's one of their best figures, I think. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, the War Machines. I haven't watched it for a while, but uh, mm. yeah, definitely got that. I bought that's one of them I bought when we were introducing our son to Classic Who. You know. I think that's. Did he enjoy it? Oh, I don't remember. I, I have to ask him because mm. he would have watched that all like, I don't know, 10 years ago, something like that. I suppose the, the question we should be asking did any of your family watch Warriors of the Deep with you? No. That was a solo effort. <laughs> I made sure everybody was out. There were, there are some, yeah. There are some things you have to do when you're alone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Watching warriors as deep. Are as we well. back to salty semen again? We are. Yes. yes. It's, it's it's all circular, isn't it? It's like poetry. It is. Actually, this show is said, like yeah. poetry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. Well, great. We're back nice to sw- swinging sixties. Excellent. Yes. Yes. Swinging sixties. All right. You okay. remember them as well, don't you? I do. I do indeed. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. Nice one. Okay. See you next time, folks. Right. Bye-bye. Thanks, Bye. Bye.